Hey besties, welcome back to another episode of IEM Besties. I'm Stephanie Ramirez. I'm Vanessa Casares. And I'm Hugo Pimentel. Woo woo! So you guys, this is my baby's father, yeah. Hugo. Hi everyone. Some of you guys hear me talk about my baby's dad here and there. Well, now you can put a face hey, to the name. It's me, y'all. It's me. I'm, <laughs> I'm the guy she's, she's been talking about. <laughs> <laughs> think of the baby, but like think of her baby like that, but tiny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Literally yeah. a twin. So we're having him on today because Hugo is super into a lot of interesting topics that we are so ready to dive in with you guys today. Mm-hmm. And today's episode is going to be special because a lot of you guys have been requesting for us to do an episode where we are a little in the clouds just vibing mm-hmm. hardcore so that's what we're doing for y'all today yay, yay. so give us a second we'll be right back yeah we'll be right back what's your favorite curse word <laughs> <laughs> probably fuck <laughs> probably fuck <laughs> I like how you were about to actually answer it too. I know, like, I was like, let me think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is fuck though. It's just so easy. Yeah, it, it, it just, flows with it flows with everything. It like, you literally could, goes in everything. You could use you could substitute it for any word in and any you, sentence. Yeah. You could literally use it for like noun and adjective. Fuck should not be villainized. It should be embraced and accepted in society, in society. because yeah. it's not just beautiful, but it lets out energy it's expressive it's expressive yes and don't and yeah sorry go ahead. no no go ahead go ahead and don't say it only when you're angry say it when you're happy too yeah like when you're fucking happy like fuck yeah fuck. oh, oh my God. God. are we connected are we like connected is this like a leo thing oh my god dude i always forget that we're both fucking leos uh-huh i need to know what your moon and your rising is i've told you my moon and my rising like 50 times i'm so sorry I'm gonna i have weed again. brain what's weed brain you don't believe in weed brain but let's but, talk but about what is that it i feel like because i've been smoking for so long like it's harder for me to remember things so oh. weed, so weed brain is just having uh, like a struggle to remember shit or what? Yeah, because before I smoked, dude, like I wouldn't like nothing would slip from me. Like I remember everything word mm-hmm. for word. That's cool. And I now, forget everything. And now I'm just like, what? You know, you know why I think that happens? Because you're not present. She got well. I mean, I, I've I've given this this feature a lot to you. Huh? Like, I know when you it when you're true. when you're faded, you're just present, yeah. And mm-hmm. like you as you as as you go, like your brain's just not gonna keep up with the past, you know. Oh yeah, that's you're definitely what it is. But it only happens when I'm high, so I call it weed brain. But then you don't think because smoking does it kill brain cells? No, I think it stops the reproduction of cells. Like it slows it down. Is that no, it doesn't stop it. Sorry, because then you would fucking die. But it does. It slows is it down. Is that good or bad? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if this is true. She's like, don't quote me. I feel like I always say shit that like is then people are like, that's not true, but whatever. That's that's probably some shit they would say to get people to stop doing it. Probably like, like kids in high school type shit. Like, like they're yeah. projecting because their mom and dad. No, because I heard that like um like that's why it's kind of good for cancer patients. Oh, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, because it like slows down the reproduction of cells, and cancer is literally just the excessive oh. multiplication of cells. Okay. But that's why they say that little like you shouldn't start smoking at that much of a young age because your brain like not that it doesn't develop. Oh, it needs it just, those cells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it just obviously needs to continue to grow. And your brain doesn't stop developing until like huh, like twenty six, twenty five, I think. Yeah. This can't be it. Wait, oh, so much is done. Oh, well, this can't be it. Please, please no, give me going. more. Please, no, going, please. please no. <laughs> you, have, you have more space in there. I know. 
<laughs> yeah, but I don't know if that's true. That's probably not true. I feel like I that would that make right sense because, like, I feel like that's definitely it could be like a spiritual explanation, but there definitely has to be like a physical explanation. Yeah, why I can't retain shit. You know what I mean? Mm. There definitely is, I think, a physical explanation where, like, a scientific. Thing. Well, like the the if if your brain is constantly like deleting shit for you not to remember, like <laughs> that's pretty much <laughs> what it is, right? That's pretty much it. Like if 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 your, if your computer, I mean, if your computer, what the fuck? Your computer, if your brain is if your doing that. Your computer not saving your info. It's, it's it's probably like a trauma response as well, and it's probably I, I would say it's probably like a, like a skill that we don't even know that we have, and so it's like an autopilot, you know. Yeah. I and, definitely always feel like I'm on autopilot. Yeah. I kind of like it though, cause you're just kind of cruising. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like yes, yes. Honestly, it is nice, cause then you snap out of it, and you're like, how did I get here? Yes. Like when you're driving and you're like, oh shit, I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so free right now. Thank you, hire me for taking the wheel. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. No, but bitch, that like literally happens to me. Like not high. Like I'll be driving and then I'll be like. Yeah the fuck how did you get here and then i'll be like okay yeah like i'm driving and then i panic but isn't that just goes to show like how fucking amazing our body is because obviously like (gasps) we're not being present in those moments right like we're in fucking la la land and we're literally not even where our eyes are open but like we're not sending pictures to like our brain because we're preoccupying it so we don't even see how we got from like point a to point b and then we're like oh shit like I lost my train of thought. Do you guys see pictures? Like, can you close your eyes and see an image? Oh, yeah, I can. Did you know there's people that can't do that? Yeah, that, that would be insane that, to even imagine that you can't picture or, an image or something. No, that's but, like, crazy. see, like, it's so normal to us, but there's literally no, the, people yeah. that, like, just close their eyes and don't see there's anything. Nothing, huh? Or, like, they don't have inner dialogue. Like, they can't have a conversation in their head. It's uh-huh. like, you hear words in your head? Yeah. Like, I, hear, I hear my voice, words. Some people can't. It's like blink. Nothing. What do you mean? They just so then how do you think? They don't. It's out loud. What? Yeah, like they just they don't have a dialogue. Like, like they can't hear themselves in their head, right? So like maybe, then, maybe so then what are that, thoughts? Maybe they receive them telepathically. Like we're just like appear. <laughs> and it's oh, like, like they just, they just know, know it. Yeah, <gasps> without having to think about it and maybe like talk about it. Mm. And when they do want to talk about it, maybe when they get the urge, like they say it out loud. Like, hey, dude, I haven't, you know? Huh. See, that's wild because I get random thoughts and I'll just say them out loud, but I also can't shut the fuck up like out loud or in my head. You know what I mean? Like, even if I'm not talking in my head, I'm like... Would you ever consider that you might have like ADHD or something? (laughs) (laughs) It's a a, a genuine question, though. We're interrupting our regular programming because this is To bring you better help. This is it. Did you ever think maybe you just have ADHD? That was funny. But you know what? But yes. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm sorry. We, we like to joke. This is something that Hugo doesn't... Oh, I'm no, sorry. No, well, no, no, no. I, I understand the... the, the yeah, you know, that's yeah. why I'm, I'm just like waiting for it to like... I, oh, yeah, yeah. He's sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I just have a question that I want to ask you, but it's completely unrelated, but it has to do with no, this kind it, of... No, say it, say it, say it. Uh-huh. Um, do you feel like... Um, like the way we're joking about it, like, do you feel like it's just like a like a reaction to like trauma, like you know, because we're talking about serious topics, but then we like joke about it. Mm. Like you asked her, like, oh, you have ADHD, because mm. I'm not gonna lie, like the look you're giving, it's like, I I feel like so much is going on in your brain. Well, I'm 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 thinking. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah that's what I want to ask you. I'm, I'm trying to like pick your brain mm. right now, and I can chill. Like... Yeah. <laughs> So, so what's the question? Yeah, so it's like, do you feel, or do you think that, like, genuinely just laughing at things is, like, good to do? 
No, yeah, you, you guys are laughing. Like, if, if I'm asking a genuine question, yeah. like, everyone's going to laugh. Like, like say if I had, like, an audience and ask, and ask like, a genuine question, everyone's cracking up, but then I'm like, okay, cool, you know, but... Yeah, yeah. No, but what she's saying is, like, um, like, do you think us laughing is a trauma response or do you just find the humor in what you said? I, I, I do find the humor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's but me, you know too, what? because I feel like I don't do it out of trauma. I just think it's honestly fucking Dude, hilarious. Dude, same. Like, in my brain, like, when I do it, I feel like, yo, this is just hilarious. But then when I... But I'm, I don't know if this happens to you, though, because it happens to me. But when I do stop laughing, I'm like, but why do I laugh? Why <laughs> Why do I chose another reaction? Because other people obviously handle it way yeah. different than us when they're confronted with, like, do you have ADHD? And we're like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, you know, we're laughing. You know? Yeah, like, and it's, you, it's, it's crazy because, like, being asked, like, these questions, they're really uncomfortable. And I like to ask very uncomfortable questions. Yeah. And I love to watch your reaction. And like, I asked you, like, a... Sorry. I asked you, like, a genuine question. But I, I'm, I don't care if you laugh. I don't care if people get mad or sad. Yeah, whatever, yeah. You know? yeah. But, like, watching the reaction, I'm like, oh, okay. So they react like this to this type of question. You know? Yeah. And it's, it's, like, it's, like, weird in me that I just automatically analyze. And, yeah. And that's, that's why I'm, like, really into psychology right now. You know? But it, it's, not, it's not awkward to me. Like, if, even if I wouldn't oh, have yeah. left, I wouldn't have felt uncomfortable ask, answering. Oh, no, 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 it's cool. Yeah. I, I, I mean, laughed we're, about it. We're, I we're filming anyways. So I cut into the joke. I was, like, <laughs> before she could say a word, I was, like, Duh. Before we continue, y'all, we have to bring you this quick shout out from our sponsors at Manscaped. Yeah. So, ladies, have you started spring cleaning yet? The carpets need cleaning, the drapes need dusting, and you and your man's lawn needs mowing. Mm-hmm. Spring has sprung, and the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming have the best tools for cleaning aisle five in your pants. Join <laughs> the other formula individuals worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code BESTIES. Honestly, I have been getting some really fun packages from Manscaped, oh, I and I, love, I them so much. love them. I was actually just charging my little lawnmower in the morning, and I mean, I'm not going to say I'm going to use it tonight, but we Ooh. don't know. We don't know, because I low-key need that shit. It is spring, and you know, like in the winter, you don't really shave. Yeah. You know, it gets cold. Mm, you got to be warm down yeah, there, yeah. but now spring has sprung, mm. and sun's out, bun's out. Yeah, and I need it. Did you go, did you go through it to where it's like, damn, you wanted to gift them, but at the same time you're like, no, never mind. Like I just gotta keep these. Like, yes, I uh-huh. because I'm like I want other people to use it, but I also really love it, so I don't yeah. want to give it to anyone no, else. Literally, I literally. love that shit. <laughs> love it. Manscaped has a full package your household needs for spring cleaning this year. The Performance Package 4.0 is the only tool you need to keep the lawn smooth and smelling freaking fresh to start off your spring cleaning use the manscaped lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to get the most precise shave to keep both your hedges and clean and smooth did we mention it's waterproof as well no need to worry about watering your grass with this tool equipped with a lead light so you know exactly what you're doing down there because sometimes i'd be nipping that shit this tool is so good you'll want to buy yourself one after you see how smooth he is down there help him smell the roses with the weed whacker this nose and ear hair trimmer provide proprietary skin safe technology which helps prevent nicks snags and tugs in those delicate holes after clearing his nose he'll want to get rid of the foul smell with the crop preserver and crop reviver but if he's been using those it shouldn't smell like that 
<laughs> the Crop Reserver, this is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. The Crop Reviver is a spray-on toner for your balls. These formulations seriously will leave him smelling like fresh flowers. Finish off his grooming routine with the Plow 2.0, the perfect razor for the finest shave on his face. This razor seriously is a game changer on your legs. You'll have to buy enough for both of you. And honestly, yeah, I, I stand by that. I've already used it and it's fucking amazing. I'm never going back. <laughs> The start of spring also marks the start of Testicular Cancer Awareness Month in April. Manscaped has partnered with Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men aged 15 through 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of their We Save Balls initiative. Have him smell also fresh and so clean this spring with the shave you want for the both of you. So, besties, y'all already know what y'all gotta do. What they gotta do, Steph? They get, if they do what they gotta do, they get 20% off plus free shipping with the code besties at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free, F-R-E-E, shipping with the code besties at manscaped.com out with the old grooming habits and in with the new manscaped come on baby what more do you want yes so please besties supporters go, if you guys go, know go, y'all go, need that go, go, go get it go. what better than 20 percent off and free shipping these products work fucking amazing honestly like i love them the men in my family love them i know steph is already using them so like we all use them and they're so fucking good yeah i don't know why men's products always work better at least personally like the women products I've tried using, I feel like they just don't work as good as the men's products. Yeah. I, I don't know why it's made like that, but at least we got you guys with this yes. code, so y'all know what to do. Check it out, besties. They are here for you. Yes. And now we return to your reg- regular scheduled programming. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is ADHD. I just always said that I had a excessive energy, so I just take it out in like talking a lot or like I pick my nails a lot. Not like that, but like I'll dig into my nails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, like, I know, was watching the last episode, and you can see my leg shaking the whole time. But I don't notice that I'm doing it. Like, oh, and I hate, I hate when people point it out. Because I don't notice it. Like, it's just natural. And then when people point it out, I want to shake, but I'm like, do I want to shake because I want to shake? Or am I just shaking because my brain said, like, I was already oh. shaking? And I'm, like, self-conscious about it. But I like shaking my leg. <laughs> it's, like, entertaining to me. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't think it, when I see someone like shaking their leg like that, I don't think anything. Yeah, it. but some people get mad. Like one time I was on the plane and this bitch was like, "You're shaking the whole seat." And I was like, <laughs> "You probably were." You're like, she was causing um, what is it called? Turbulence, Turbulence in the plane. <laughs> the pilot's like, "I don't know what's going on, but the plane's going down right now." This <laughs> he was like, "That's odd. There's no wind around the plane." <laughs> seizure and shit oh my god <laughs> i'm just imagining you're playing like <laughs> dude like have you seen that meme of the plane taking off and then he starts oh yeah so it's wobbly <laughs> have you ever seen that one? 
shit. It, it, it looks it looks real, and then it just, it just starts going. Dude, like, that <laughs> shit is so funny. But I was so mad at her, dude. I honestly wanted a punch in the fucking mouth because I was like, that is so rude. Yeah, you could have said it in a nice way. Yeah, like I and I'm and again, like I was just chilling. I, I don't know. I was probably nervous or something. So she just totally ruined my fucking flight. And then I had to sit next to her the whole time. So do you ever like, do you ever ask yourself why that makes you mad? Yeah, because like I know I do it, but like getting like I said, when I get a point out, it just makes me so anxious to do it again. And then I'm like, am I anxious because I'm anxious, or am I anxious because I want to do it? Mm-hmm. So then I just start being like, oh fuck, like don't do or it, do it, do because it, because you're just gonna start doing it without even realizing. Yeah, it. and then I notice it, and I'm like, okay, stop. Like it, I feel like it takes up too much of my attention when I when they point it out to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. No, you you were about to talk. Okay. <laughs> and then maybe too also like the fact that. You know, growing up when we're doing something annoying with our parents, like, mm-hmm. they don't ever just, like, hey, honey, can you... Or mommy's, like, trying to, like, watch yeah. this movie right now. Or mommy had, like, a bad day. Or I'm tired. Or, like, you know, instead of... They always made it about us. Like, fuck, stop doing that. Or, uh, like, you're f- fucking loud or fucking annoying. It's just, like, nah. No, dude. My mom would always just go... Shh. And I'd be, like, damn. Or, dude, no. When you'd be, like, laughing in the back, like, having the time of your life. And, like, mm-hmm. ya parecen pendejas. Oh my I'd be God. like, I'm just laughing, girl. So I'm a, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna point it out right now that that's the reason why you get angry when someone points it out to you because you say that you you feel weird going getting back into it. Mm-hmm. So if you can imagine like that person telling you like, why are you doing that? Imagine that person being your mom saying, yeah, yeah, you know. So it, you might feel nervous to get back into it because your mom would get angry mm. because you got back into it. You right, know? So right, now. Right. So now your response now to like someone telling you is is to to get angry because you want yeah. that away yeah. from you, you know? right, right, because right, you don't right. want to experience the anxiety of wanting yeah. to get back into it, you know. Right. And it's crazy when you become aware of this shit because like then your behavior starts changing so fucking yeah. quick. It's crazy, yeah. Yeah, and it's like you know it goes back to like what I said earlier of how how we adopted these like mechanisms protect ourselves as kids, mm-hmm. you know, from whatever we were going through. But as we go into adulthood, those mechanisms that were meant to keep us safe, like they don't serve us anymore, you know, mm. like because if like you you're now becoming self-aware and it's fucking crazy. You know, when you start making the connections and you're like, damn, like that person yelled at me in that moment. And if I would have known, you know, hey, like because my mom used to speak to me in this way, I'm actually not even um, what is, I don't know what the right word is like. You're not even reacting to what the guy is telling you or the girl's telling you. It's like your body is again transported to that moment when it happened as a kid. Mm-hmm. It's like you never healed from it, so it still like bothers you. It hurts like, you. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like it's crazy. And your body, yeah, no, yeah, and, and you like, and it also goes about how like the body holds up trauma in the body. Like mm. it, it, you know, you feel it physically. That's mm-hmm. why you get like the physical symptoms. And it's just like, damn, like no way, like. Mm. Sorry, um, my no, throat's hurting, fine. so I'll, I'll let you take over. I know, my, my, my fucking throat's all dry right now, too. <laughs> Did you guys know there's <laughs> yoga that, like, will literally get, make you stretch in a way that, like, your body physically retains emotional stress? And there's a way that you can stretch in a way, like, that it releases all that, and you literally just start bawling. Yeah. It's That's crazy, crazy huh? Mm-hmm. Like, to release trauma? like yeah, 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 so your body, like absorb like hold on to the trauma mm. emotional like emotional trauma and there's a yoga that you can like do where it stretches you in a way that releases all of that oh my god if you guys want to learn about that y'all there's this great <clears throat> book called the body keeps a score 
and it talks about how the body holds trauma like that and ways to release it so fucking good i haven't read it but i've read like parts of it mm -hmm. and i've always been like damn i want to go get it i want to go get it but this conversation kind of like reminded me like hey yo of that book <laughs> so y'all go get it yoga's fucking hard though is it I can't stretch like that. No, stretching is hard. Even just like, oh, dude, like I in all of high school, you know, which was fucking stupid. You know how they would test you to like see if you could touch your toes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could never do that. Like I was never able to touch my toes until recently that I started like going to the gym, mm. and that was like my first like gym accomplishment. I was like, damn, like I really touched my toes today, and like it didn't hurt my back. <laughs> I was so excited. How far would you get as a kid? Dude, like no, like a lot. Like, I could not bend over. Did, did they ever do that thing where they would test if you have, like, scoliosis? They would, like, run, like, a scale oh, yeah. down your spine or something? Yeah, they did that to me. And what then they, the they would tell you, like, oh, yeah, it's going, like, at, at like, an eight-degree angle, this and that. So, like, you so you have a little bit of scoliosis. They're fucking mean. I, I don't, I honestly don't even know why they did that, but it, it was good to know. But, like, I'm, why? I'm sure they did it just to, um, like, as... Like a, like a to study, get like maybe? a statistics of like how the kids in the U.S. Uh, like physically are yeah, in that sense, age. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the only logical one. Like, what the fuck? What do you mean this is my final, bitch? I can't touch my toes. Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> that's so cute. And it just goes to show like when you think about it, how it's not fair that we are all tested in the same abilities. Like, because we yeah. all excel in different areas. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. like, how the fuck did we fail PE for not touching our toes? <laughs> we physically could not. Like, mm -hmm. what? That what do you mean I have to run the mile in 10 fucking minutes? Like, <laughs> it's taking me 15 because it's taking me 15 and I'm running as fast as I can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's like, that's messed up because it's like you see that in other aspects of life too. You know what I mean? Where it's like, um, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's crazy because like even even in schools like everyone's being taught the same exact shit mm -hmm. like uh how elon elon musk like how he has his own school no for like, his kids because he knows what a fucking game game what a fucking trash of a system the american school system yeah is. and like each each kid in uh in well i guess like they they get to learn what what they want to learn like even like no matter what age they are what right? their like, strengths all are. the grades are kind of like mixed up or mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. and that's i feel like that's honestly what what we need because i didn't want to learn no math like <laughs> all this all this extra shit like like why why like they learn what they excel in so like let's say okay. i was good at english and i'm terrible at math they wouldn't make me keep pursuing math i think that's the school system in england yeah. really yeah that's like for really a certain good. eight until a certain grade you all do the same but you learn and the then you test enough. into whatever you excel in yeah mm -hmm. i think yeah. i'm always just lying on here <laughs> oh my god we're just making up lies. <laughs> me too don't, up. don't put me look it up yourself do no your but research. you know what's crazy i've been re-watching the hunger games that's a fucking good ass movie but right now that you guys were talking about america i thought of it Bitch, you said the hungry games the hunger, the hunger. games <laughs> you hungry miss girl yeah, i am too you know what's so good <laughs> i can't stop thinking about that for you bro I know I didn't it's tell you, late. but those egg rolls. Dude, oh I know they were God. so good. Fontana <laughs> Pho, those egg rolls are to fucking die for. Shout out my homie T. Mm -hmm. I'm a regular. Uh, hey. I love being a regular at places. Yeah. It's fun. Oh, wait, we talked about that. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that's where, actually, that's the only place I'm in a regular right now. So you're saying that you could get us all a discount, right? No, not that kind of regular. <laughs> so you're not a regular. Mm. No. She's a regular, but just not like a familiar friend. Like, yeah, like I'm I don't, gonna I don't, give you free food, type. and I don't talk to them. Also, oh, just because they see my face. So you're not a regular. Oh, fuck ah. you, dude. I was telling fuck her, you. I wish there was like a cute little place around my area that's like you know makes me want to be a regular. But it's like no, all I have is liquor, bros, 
liquor for you. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, it makes me sad. Like the wasted potential of that, like, fun, um, like downtown Fontana is. I feel like it could be literally like a downtown Riverside, like that kind of vibe. Yeah. Or even more of like a um, upland kind of downtown where there's just like cute little Upland shops really nice. and like coffee shops like mm. that you know what i mean and it's literally just a waste of fucking space like nothing there's really productive the only thing that looks nice there's like the library yeah like, literally the library and it's already it. passing like all the other shops like i feel like none of the shops do anything they're, they're always closed or something like yeah. they, were, they always look closed like, I, I remember walking by there and just like everything's barred up and i'm like bro like y'all talking about downtown san Bernardino? no downtown fontana Oh, I'm He's, thinking about San Bernardino. I'm like, yo. She's all traumatized. Like, <laughs> no, don't go there. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo. But I mean, if we were talking about San Bernardino. We got to address like all the poverty, everything that you see there. It's sad. I feel like a lot of people in San Bernardino like have mental health issues. Like, it's so sad. Like the vibe that I get when I'm there, like when I look out the window and like I see people on the street. Like up in Fontana, I'll see people like jogging, walking their dogs, you know. Oh, but you live in North Fontana. I mean, thankfully, like the area I live, like is not. Oh, I know. I live in San Bernardino, girl. You live in San Bernardino? Yeah. Yeah. But I live like 10 minutes from the university. So it's not like, I don't, it's it's not, it's like a nicer area, but still, I go downtown a lot. Like all the stores are basically like having to go down that way. Mm And it's sad, like, that over there, I don't see, like, that. I see, like, you know... Because it feels unsafe. And... It feels unsafe. Yeah, so and it's just, like, it's sad, though. And it's, like, why... And I'm pretty sure if I do my research, like, there's... You know, I feel like it was systemically, like, done like this, dude. Like, freaking government. Oh. But it just makes me sad. Cause it's, like, yo, like, my little sister's been born in San Bernardino. They're going to kill me for this. So I'll cut it out. They they in- inherited, like, the, the, the ghetto. Dino, the Dino gene. <laughs> the Dino the, the Dino. And it's like, yo, like, like you said, like the way you felt about Fontana, it's like, I feel like that about San Bernardino, you know, like, I mm. live there, I've grown to like it, even though there's like, there's ups and downs to living mm. there. But it's like, damn, like, I wish it could be like that there too. Honestly, yeah. My parents used to have a restaurant in San Bernardino, and there was always crackheads going inside. Damn. Yes, it's everywhere. Yeah, and it was scary. And I think they just closed it down, because that's when like, San Bernardino got like, really bad, and like, mm. they just wasn't making any money, so yeah. they closed it down. That was one of my favorite ones, too, because I remember, like, I would go there when I was little because my parents, like, had to work. Mm-hmm. So we, me and my brother would just hang out, like, in the parking lot, like, playing and stuff. Damn. <laughs> Who invented that? Beggars can't be choosers? Beggars can't be choosers? Isn't that how it goes? Explain that to me, please. Like, if I'm already doing you the favor, how are you going to ask me for more? Or right or like you're you're the one that's picky no or like don't bite or, the hand that for, feeds you or but like not like for more necessarily but like asking for something different it's like i'm fucking starving right now and you give me a, a chicken sandwich and you're like mm, no do you have a ham yeah sandwich it's like Does yo make sense? and you should ask for that no i'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> i don't know but no, like i, get, I, get I feel it. like oh. there's two sides though people with no other options must be content with what is offered and Wait, yes, say, say it again, say it again, say it again. People with no other option must be content with what they have been offered. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And I think nice. that's I've so I've been true. feeling like such a dumbass this episode. <laughs> this is so <laughs> faded. Dude, no, right after you say that. <laughs> oh my God, I felt like I was a, my head was like a pinball machine. I heard that shit from here. <laughs>
Wait, you hit yourself in the... She she hit her tooth with the straw. I went like this. Oh, shit. Then I went like that and knocked me like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bitch, why do I still feel like kind of high? It's annoying. Did, you know, did, I keep lying because you guys are like, yeah, I'm not high anymore. I'm I like, wanted yeah, me to neither. go away. <laughs> I, I still feel good. I, I'm, I, I still feel it there, but I, I could like talk now. Do you, do you feel like you could talk? I do. Yeah. But I feel like I was telling him like, bro, I feel like my brain kept getting overwhelmed with so many ideas. I noticed I kept changing the subject, mm. but it's like, like it goes back to the no self-control thing. It's like, I swear to y'all, like before I could even think my brain, my mouth just says it. And then I'm like, oh, I go with it. But then I'm like, in the back of my head, I'm like, stop fucking changing the subject. Like, <laughs> or, or it's you, hard. Before you, you change the subject, like try and try and catch yourself and ask yourself, yeah. is, is this current conversation making me uncomfortable? And is and that might be a possibility as to why you keep wanting to change it, you know? No, and that's the thing. I'm not uncomfortable. Like, I'm genuinely... Mm. I'm going to watch back and I'm going to be, like, super happy because every single topic so far, I've enjoyed so fucking much. Mm. I don't feel uncomfortable. I just... I don't know why. It's like... I can't shut the fuck up. Mm. I, I, I do want to point out that I, I do feel like, like you're a lot more self-conscious this episode because I'm here. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't think just because so. just you and I like we, we know each other like personally mm-hmm. and being on the show like I feel like uh your immediate like reaction is to pretend to be someone you're not but like every, everyone does that like on camera you're a certain person with your friends you're a certain person with your parents you're a certain person you know so it's kind of hard to switch between the because t- even I feel it right now you know because I'm, I'm comfortable talking with her and like I'm comfortable reacting if I get angry I'll get angry you know but when when it's on camera like i have to hold back on certain emotions because it'll make me look a certain way to other people you know and i think i think that's that's like a like another reason because i i felt the same way as you like i kept wanting to like change the subject or i kept wanting to like cut my my ideas short you know mm-hmm. and, and it, it makes sense to me that way i don't know how do you feel i don't know i don't think i noticed but only because i've made it like a really life goal to not do that like to not act different around anyone and i, I believe you on that yeah, yeah, I definitely you believe really do you. Act the same? You out of a lot of people that I know, you're you're like the same person in every scenario. Yeah. Like you are who you are, yeah. and, and I, I believe it. Yeah, yeah I yeah. really, really, really try to do that because when I was little, well, younger, I guess, like when I was like in high school and stuff, like I wanted to do whatever my friends were doing. I wanted to be cool, like doing anything that they were doing, and then I hated that because I didn't feel I knew I wasn't being authentic, and it showed. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. Like, now I think back and I'm like, ew, that's ugly. Like, it feels weird. Like, yeah, I'm like, who the fuck was that? Why did you even do that? Yeah. And, like, now I'm like, okay, like, if this person doesn't like me, it's okay. Because this person that likes me and I'm still acting the same with both of them. So it doesn't, like, yeah. hurt me as much. Because I'm like, well, whatever. Like, I feel like I'm very sure in myself now, too. That's when we get, like, hate comments. They, it Sometimes they do trigger me. But for the most part, I can just be like, like, oh, I don't care. Like, remember you even asked me once? Because I was like, no, I, like, I don't care. And Vanessa was like, do you really not care? Or, do, or are you just saying you don't care? And I was like, mm. no, like, I really don't care because I don't know this person and they don't know me. And I feel like if they got to know me, they might like me. But even if they didn't and they yeah. don't, like, it's not a big you, deal to me. You know you know what I think? I feel like you have this uh, deeper understanding of how it is because um, I, 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 could, I could agree with you a lot, you know, <laughs> but I truly don't know what you mean. Like, your actual experience, like, me to, for me to be in your body type mm-hmm, there, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. But um, damn, I lost my my, my train of thought. I, I was going somewhere, man. <laughs> to I was have going... that kind of um, is this attitude. camera is this camera off? I'm sorry. Yo, when did when did we meet? Do you remember that? I remember just meeting you through Sal. Through Sal. Yeah. Okay. Because I was just really? like, oh, like the dude who 
takes dope the, pics. the picture yeah. the, the picture guy yeah. Yeah. everyone always knew me oh you're the, you're the guy who takes pictures <laughs> well it was because i mean sal like you were his like that no, yeah, yeah you guys were friends and he would just talk obviously a lot about photography yeah yeah and then you would do a bunch of cool like fucking effects and that's when i think you would do a lot of a lot of videos like little yeah. skits and stuff See, oh, i wish like i'm trying to reconnect with that phase of myself cause, oh nice yeah because like i I'm, i used to just make out like all these like via, like shit exploding like me yes, flying and, it was like, cool yeah and i i want to do it but it's like uh i don't know just like in this point of my life like i started to get into like psychology and yeah and i became self-aware and then that that became a whole fucking disaster you know do you feel like it maybe blocks your creativity a little bit so, sometimes it does yeah because because I, I go through like long ass phases of like depression and shit yeah know? which is completely normal to for anyone to go yeah. through depression yeah um and uh yeah it, it'll, it'll just be hard to be creative especially because it's like my job mm-hmm. you know and and, right. and people demand like like some like creating art it's not just like okay i'm just gonna sit down you know you yeah. have to be in the in like a certain mode yeah to, to make art you know and sometimes creating art comes through the depression as well you know because mm-hmm. you, uh, me I'm, I'm a visual person so i mm-hmm. get images in my head through every emotion you know it's crazy but um I forgot where, where, where I was going with this again. Hey, you should start doing videos again. <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 videos. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to like reconnect to uh to that again, and then uh, and in an attempt to do that, I started the podcast. You know. Oh okay. And then, yeah, I, I put I put like a few videos out there, but yeah, you should, dude. You can channel all those emotions into something like really dope. That's usually how most. I mean, even movies are created. You know, people mm-hmm. just oh hell yeah channel from their own things and yeah. create. I think that's so dope. I think that's why I just like. Like creators to me are mind blowing because I'm like, how the fuck did you even think of that? Like that's insane right now. That that's exactly how I I be reacting to Saul all all the time, dude. This since since I since I met Saul, I was like, bro, how do you be coming up with this shit? And I've I've told him before. I'm yeah. like, bro, you come up with the fucking craziest like most creative ideas that like, I wouldn't yeah. have never, you know? Yeah. And um, and then like sweet sweet speaking about him too like he uh me like i'm very much about like perfection like oh this has to be like 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 this like this before i put it out and i think that's truly what's holding me 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 back you know and i know there's a bunch of people out there who are just like that too you know and um and then i I see and then i see i see saul and then he's more he's more like laid back with like the stuff that he that he like records and everything yeah and then uh (laughs) i've never told him this but sometimes I'll, I'll, i'll be getting triggered too i'm like bro how are you not putting this much like attention to it? But but now I realize because oh I'm I'm being like over mm-hmm. yeah. you know I I I'm overdoing it and then that goes back to like my traumas and like how I was yeah. raised and my mom is like a perfectionist OCD yeah. oh, okay. you yeah. know yeah so so like even like being raised by that like now I'm realizing it and now mm-hmm. breaking out of that is fucking uncomfortable you know but I like I I can only picture it as like a butterfly you know like like, yeah. like breaking out of like the cocoon and shit but um yeah that's dope though because yeah. I remember when I first met you. Like, I, I would watch your videos and I'd be like, damn, like, I could totally see this man, like, making movies. So when I started st- started seeing you get into, like, music videos, I was like, okay, dope. Like, mm. still creating, like, and I always think about it. I'm like, okay, what do you mean you're a director? Like, what the fuck? Like, what does that job entail? And I would always, like, kind of picture, like, what you were seeing or, like, how you would visualize a set. Like, it blows my mind. Even, like, Sal, when he edits, I'm like, dude, like, how did you fucking think about doing that in that little tiny thing or that little detail yeah. that I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. Or like when you recreated the commercials. Remember the the, the, the movie the trailers? trailers? Dude. Oh, yeah. It's a commercial. <laughs> yeah, technically. Technically, so technically you know, they commercial. played them as a commercial. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, like the creating the... Bitch, I'm out of breath. My threat. My threat, my threat, my threat my hurts. My threat. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I've been having like really bad throat pain. And I'm trying to push through it, but 
um, it comes in waves. Like it'll chill out, and then like mm. I'll talk too much, and it'll hurt a lot. But the fact that you created those trailers too, dude, like that's so fucking sick. Like yeah, you would even post like dancing videos <laughs> yeah, and like all yeah, you you used to get in there with the videos. Dude, I I, I was I had. I think I think because of well I realize now that because of like all the shit I went through like with my own traumas mm-hmm. I I realized that I picked up on so many hobbies like I play oh. guitar I, I I know a bit of drums piano like I tried singing at one point I tried uh dancing I tried uh basketball um, volleyball gaming basketball volleyball like I've I've done so much shit so I I have I have paint painting too painting i fucking like anything that has to do with art i'll do it like mm-hmm. i'll make like little 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 like mini landscapes and like just random shit but all that comes from like a um a dark place some some sometimes yeah. you know and it's it's fucking crazy and like for for uh like like for example like if if you were to give um someone like a, a regular picture right a picture of, a, of of an apple and then you you give the same picture of an apple to like five different editors right they're all gonna mm-hmm. like have their own vision like they might right. even like they might even like crop out the, the apple and then create their own shit like you mm-hmm. know you're just like how'd you come up with that shit you know and then uh and it's the same thing with with like so i feel like out of like our, our friend group it's always been like um like the one who are always like directing it's always me me so and if i'm missing anyone i feel bad but <laughs> like like Saul has been like my, my inspiration that's why he stands out to me now Aww. but yeah i mean he do he oh he always has he knows i mean that i mean we all inspire each other you know and yeah. i think that's what that's what the the friendship should be you know that's yeah. that's right. how it should be um but uh yeah being being creative like that that shit that shit's tough it's and for it to be like demanding like yeah like uh working on on a music video for example like mm-hmm. um in the industry like usually the return time is like a week or something two weeks mm-hmm. you know and and for the person and well i mean that's like if they have they have a full team they have a person for every little right. little little thing but like um uh when I, you're I, doing everything <laughs> yourself and it comes to a music video yeah um you lost it i, I completely lost it yeah but i mean but you guys got <laughs> what, what, yeah, what yeah, I was yeah, saying. Yeah. you know and it's more like um mm. i'm assuming what it takes the re- you were talking about return time now we're taking notes i'm i'm not i'm 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 laughing because i'm like damn i really did leave off there but the 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 return times can be so demanding that it it becomes very stressful for artists in general you know for artists in general it becomes so it's it's like a super stressful job you know yeah and then with me personally with like the stuff i'm i'm going through right now with like healing and everything Mm -hmm. it prevents me from being creative so it's like fucking tough you know yeah it's like once you open up that door it's like you can't go back and it's hard to stop it because it's like you can't just ignore it anymore you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like once you like dig into like the first wound and you you know you see how much how better you feel and you become self-aware it's like you start moving forward and it's like damn well this one came up and i'm having a shit day i'd rather not deal with it but you just can't ignore it anymore it's like it's just you just have to go in you know it's Mm -hmm. like and but it's there's a good to that you know but like you said as a creative it's hard because you it's you know stressful things and you know when your depression hits and stuff it blocks your creativity Mm. so it's hard for you to create you know Mm. but i'm really glad that you're getting through it and you're thinking about creating more content because you know i'm pretty sure everyone misses it she remembers it you know i have a lot of friends that remember it (laughs) yeah you miss it too so Yeah, I remember I used to like actively make it a thing to like let you know, like I'd be like, dude, this shit is blowing my mind right now. Like, yeah, how the fuck yeah you would always compliment me, and yeah. I, I love that about you. And Thanks I love so that about you. Like every time, like I can even say something like basic, not basic, but you just like I didn't think that it would hit someone that 
big and you're always like dude this is blowing my mind <laughs> and it makes me feel so hurt because i'm like damn yeah thank you like you know and i love that but you're just so like with your compliments everything just i just feel like it's always off. nice to hear like I'm, I'm a very like yeah. i like hugging too like i need someone i need to hug someone every day or you're I'm, you're a giver right you're you, you, love, you love that complimenting like hugging and yeah i love that because i feel like it completely changes people's day sometimes oh, yeah. oh hell yeah. you know what i mean like even yeah. like a little thing just being like oh hey like i like your earrings and they'll be like Oh, shit. It could be the simplest shit. Yeah. Like, it could be literally anything. You could compliment them on, on anything. And, yeah, and, like, yeah, For yeah. the rest of the day, that's all that's going to go through. That's how yeah. I feel. So I'm yeah. like, that's nice. Like, I'm going to just tell people when I like their shit. And everyone should have that mentality. I, I hope this, like, new era has a lot of that where it's, like, just compliment people. Because mm -hmm. I feel like, especially growing up, you know, when you're, like, in middle school and high school, it's, like, so hard to compliment and uplift other women because of the way we are pitted. Even men, you know, like I don't know about well, I don't know about men if you guys compliment each other or not. But yeah, I hate that too. That most men don't though. They're yeah. like I'll be like, like I like when I hear men like, oh yeah, he looks handsome, right? Yeah, you know, like it's like, oh, that's cute. Or like, hey, bro, that fit looks fucking good. Where you yes. get that jacket? Where you get that jacket at, bro? Or like, yeah. you know, I don't know, like it, like it's it's crazy because like like within like my 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 friend group, like the compliments. Well, at least like the, what I see, you know, mm -hmm. the, the compliments aren't always there, but when they are there, it's it's always like like we're we're gonna hype you up like to the max, you know. Mm. And I think I think that's how it is. And and then usually like with with guys, like if if we if we notice that someone's getting hyped up, we all like jump in and hype them up. Oh, and shit, you know? true, true, true. So like, I guess that's just how we do it, and, and maybe it depends on like the dynamic of different friends. Yeah. Groups. But I know for a fact that guys do not express like. No, hey, you, look, you, look, you look good, yeah. bro. A like, fresh cut or, or anything, yeah, anything, yeah, yeah. Any, nothing. Yeah, it's crazy. I hate too, like that for girls. If you compliment someone, like sometimes, like or even when they're like, "Oh, like where'd you get your shoes?" and some girls could be like, "Like you know what I mean?" Like, mm, yeah, I don't know. Not even like necessarily like gaslighting. <laughs> they're just no, not even oh gaslighting. <laughs> gatekeeping is just more of literally. They're like, "Why the hell is she talking to me?" Mm. And I feel like that's the impression. Like sometimes maybe people have, mm. so they don't. Because I like to compliment, like, little fucking strangers. I'm like, hey, bro, like, I like your fucking whatever. Mm -hmm. But I feel like with girls, it's more of, like, damn, like, how's she going to respond to what I'm saying to her? Maybe, like, her not think that it's, especially, like, in high school, like, to say something, like, I don't know, like, girls are, you know, like, catty. Mm. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. how do you compliment someone and make sure they don't take it, like, the wrong way? Oh, yeah. for sure. And, it, and it's crazy because it, it, it could be as simple as, like, they're not used to receiving compliments or right. they're not they're not used to like random social interactions in public mm. you know yeah yeah, and yeah their immediate reaction could be like defensiveness like oh, why are you telling me this why, you know? but that is an american thing though like oh, in yeah. england they don't like small talk and shit like that like in europe or whatever they're like oh yeah americans fucking love all that small talk shit mm. and i'm like yes the fuck i do i love small talk <laughs> with strangers so like everyone's just like like walking past each other like no yeah like they're not as they walk into an office and there's no hi hello yeah there's no pleasantries oh. it's literally just like pick up the phone I need this okay Boop. oh yeah shit. like not even in a rude way that's just that's just yeah mm -hmm. like they only they reserve that for like the people they actually want to hear yeah, yeah about like their uh, family so and so it's like people pleasing isn't normalized yeah. out there <laughs> no not at all so not America's all. the fucking worst brainwashing yeah, America us. loves people pleasing <laughs> yeah I mean, look at the fucking media and I feel like media. that does go with the whole like form of control you know how is it easier to control people when you make them feel like they have to or like act a certain way or be a certain way to be accepted mm. you know what i mean it's like that's the easiest form of control i feel like to make people insecure and be like they have to prove themselves to people by oh, doing true. things like you know what i mean like and it's like the whole the whole judgment <laughs> idea yeah and it's like think about it like they're putting a bunch of uneducated kids 
from into school since the moment they can wipe their own ass mm. and they don't teach these kids emotional awareness or mm. absolutely nothing at mm. home it's taboo to talk about it and all these kids are just with each other eight hours a day like tearing each other's self-esteem and trying to be better than everyone and like genuine friendship, hormonal hormonal everything and not not genuinely actually creating friendships and i feel like only very few people actually do create genuine friendships in mm. high school i feel like a lot of it really is fake you know and it's sad because it's like that you know those they say that the first years of your life are your formative years like how you act in your first years is going to determine like how you act from one to seven it's going to mm. determine how you what your behaviors are going to be for the rest of your life mm. what you're going to have to deal with you know things like that and it's like so why aren't we at home with i mean at home is not even a good option you know that's another thing that it was made to be that way i think um it's like we just have to like figure it out on our own and we're trying to do the best we can but it's like we're all getting fucked over on yeah. the daily like we're going to school it's like who are these like new generation new kids gonna like learn from you know but i feel like one of my favorite things about like after high school is like once you meet someone that you went to high school with but you never talk to yeah. and you're like damn like you're actually one of the dopest people ever yeah. i can't believe i never even talked to you yeah. during these years you know what i mean it's like you you grew into that like I don't know, like where, wherever, the, wherever you thought they were, yeah, you kind of like grew into it, and then you found each other on the same path, and like, oh shit, like we actually do relate. Yeah, you know? like I feel like it's so easy to just stay. Like that's why when people are like, oh, like that wasn't me in high school, like no duh, but it's more of like <laughs> I think some people really genuinely think that however you were in high school is how you are now, yeah. and I feel like that's why when like high schoolers fuck up it's really tricky because they're like oh well he's he should have known like he's grown but yeah. it's also like he should have known but he didn't you know what and i mean like let high school is a place to learn yeah like let people learn let people grow that's why i kind of don't like cancel culture because i'm like oh, dude no, like, I don't like how are people supposed either. to grow in any way like if you're always yeah. gonna hold what i did in the past against me how can i ever grow from it exactly yeah, there's no growth in holding yeah. on to the past exactly. Like. exactly so it makes me sad when like little ass kids are getting canceled yeah, yeah. or like <laughs> even the fact that if you think about it like the nerds and i'm saying that in quotes or like the um like the quiet kids you know they're like there's there was always a group of kids in school that were marginalized and you can't sit with them you can't talk to them like they're the weirdos you know and in reality they just weren't playing into the, like, game that is high school. Yeah, they were already like, more self-aware. They were just being themselves. And because they didn't try to fit in, or maybe even, I know some people probably even struggle to fit in because mm -hmm. of anxiety or other things. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, they were just invisible. And it's sad because I feel like those are the people that usually tend to give a chance to speak to after high school. And you're like, I fucking hate that I my ego didn't let me be your friend mm -hmm. at the time. Because I can think about people like that I'm connecting with now that I'm like, I was a fucking bitch. And obviously, like, it goes back to, like, the whole, like, we weren't aware we were doing the best yeah. that we could trying to survive at the end of the mm -hmm. day. Because, like, high school could be fucking ruthless. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, when you have the self-awareness now and you think back and you're like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, we would have been cool friends. You I know? always hate, like, I hate thinking back and being like, damn, like, who was I the, whose life was I the villain in because yeah. I was just being a little fucking bitch. Literally. And I hate it because I'm like, ugh, I wish I could go back and be like, bitch. Just be yourself. Like, stop being annoying and obnoxious. Yeah. Just be literally yourself and you're going to be fine. I hate I hate it. Yeah, so it's if crazy, any like, of you guys watching, sorry, are in high school, I hope that you guys hear our, you know, message and take something to heart and just be yourself and give that person that you see around school that no one talks to a chance because 
a lot of time. They they have a lot to say and they have a lot to offer. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Hugo? Um, <laughs> damn, I was, I was gonna I was, I was gonna say how um I feel like uh high school is the place where all the traumatized kids gather and um hang uh, out who they mirror with. Yeah, pretty. It's it's like where they discover like their their ego, I guess you know oh. because because um. You, like I don't know, going into high school, I felt very innocent. I don't know shit about shit. Like I like mm-hmm. I I felt very I wanted to be people's friends and stuff, but oh, I was yeah. also very shy, very like in, inside. You know, um, mm. I'm I'm an in, I was an introvert. You know. Okay, Sorry, I just want to go back guy. to you were saying about how um, high school is where you like learn kind of your ego because you said you were going in innocent. Yeah, right. oh yeah yeah I, I went i went in super innocent and then that's when i started to realize oh shit there's actually like different types of groups like there's nerds there's like the 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 popular kids this and that you know and then um i i would always hang out with like the nerds you know but i mean they were like, I, I wouldn't call them nerds now but they were just genuine people you know mm-hmm. and um really smart people but uh i noticed that um i always wanted to be a part of what what received more attention you know yeah. and 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 um, I loved receiving attention because I didn't receive it at home. Yeah. And I didn't receive it within my friends. Mm-hmm. And the only time I did receive it was when I did something cool, you know? Yeah. And then when I learned that subconsciously, I, I, I started to learn how to people please my way into certain groups. Yeah. You know, and that like realizing that I was like, damn, bro, like how like I really did that shit, you know, and I'm not the only one who does it. Yeah, Literally no, everybody does it. No, everyone. everybody does it. But it's it's it all comes down to this um idea of wanting to be accepted. Yeah. And if you don't feel accepted at home, yeah. Um you're gonna project that, you know, and um, Amen. And usually the really nice people, the one who are always doing favors like you know with with the friends and everything um they're usually the ones not receiving the attention and instead they want to give the attention for them to feel good about themselves yeah. you know but and i feel like that's like sorry go ahead uh, uh, i i think um a, a way around that is to is to learn to give yourself the attention because the the real reason why you want to just give 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 is is um is mainly because you don't know how to give it to yourself yet you're, you know and it started because your needs were unmet as a child yeah. so you believe that okay like my needs are not being met so i must not be important and when a need is met is most likely when you're doing something like you said like if you're doing like you did something your parents told you to do Mm -hmm. or you know if you did something that made them go oh how cool you know you got attention in that in those moments you know so you're programmed to believe okay well my needs don't matter but if i do this it's gonna give me something you know Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's the thing that's like damn like people are not really like just aware of that but when you are and you become aware it's like really it just kind of shifts like your perspective on a lot of things why you do it like you ask yourself am i doing this because i want to or am i mm-hmm. doing this because mm-hmm. i'm just trying to receive something from someone right now yeah and then wanting to receive something from 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 someone or something i feel like it's it's kind of like taking hits of 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 uh the the, the attention and, and receiving the attention can be very addicting oh yeah and it, it'll get to the point where you start overreacting and then you start like just doing things simply because mm-hmm. you need the attention mm-hmm. and what's really going on you just need to be heard yeah you need to speak to someone who can listen to you yeah, yeah. without judgment without without making you feel like you shouldn't say yeah. a certain sentence or whatever yeah. like like you need someone who can listen to you yeah. e- even if it's about them yeah like like if someone was angry at me and instead of me wanting to get defensive i would say hey like if you if you feel angry at me tell me everything you're angry about you know and and uh, instead of me questioning them 
or or saying anything like I, i'll say okay can you explain more like can you, you mm -hmm. know i for me personally i'd rather have this deeper understanding as to why they're angry and that way i can actually um help them yeah you know and a lot of the times when you take the time to do that to actually listen to someone in their anger nine times out of ten you realize it's not even about you like mm -hmm. you don't take it personal because you're like okay i'm upset right now because you left your cup out and you didn't wash it and but i'm upset with you because like for me like like let's like, just, just like a random example that's not true i'm just making it up like mm -hmm. You know, for you needing to be in a clean household meant like you had peace or something. So you left the cup out. So now I'm angry. So I'm taking that anger out on you for not putting the cup away. But in reality, it's not even you I'm mad at. I'm mad at that I don't have my peace, you know. Mm. And when you're when you're able to actually get down to the core of what is upsetting you, you get out of the victim mentality and you're like, okay, like I'm not the victim in this. I have control of my life. Like I can decide and pick how I'm going to feel about the situation and it's going to feel uncomfortable and it's going to be hard, but I'm going to create that safe space for myself to say your feelings are valid. Like you are safe right now. Like you are allowed to feel this, even though society has taught you that it's negative to feel this mm -hmm. and you are still the best and you are still doing the best you can. And you're, nothing is wrong with you mm -hmm. you know and those moments are so fucking crucial like mm -hmm. literally like and you know to be able to even say that to yourself is a whole process a whole learning yeah. process like to me it feels like repeating fucking uh equations like like you know like formulas like yeah. in math like I, I i could repeat them but do i understand it you know like yeah. i can't i can't break down like the whole the whole formula and be like all right this means this means you know like it's it's a process like you have to learn step by step to be able to do the full thing you know like so even even learning to like pause before you react is a whole art. It's a whole separate oh, yes. art. Like you can't you can't just like learn to pause and tell yourself and then get over it and do this all in one thing. Like it's not one yeah. thing to learn. It's not one skill. It's a bunch of, you know, it, yeah. it, it, it's broken down. And adding to that, like you're saying learning to pause. And I want to take a second to mention it right now to the besties. I know out of all of us, I'm very self-aware now <laughs> that I am the one that interrupts the most. And it's impossible for me to pause and to like be quiet and actually hear. And I feel like there's many reasons for that. But the ones that stand out the most for me is like uh, I was telling them earlier, like growing up in a very toxic household, everyone was just very reactive. I grew up with four, three sisters and mom who was always angry and yelling. And there was literally it was always chaotic. So. The moment someone started yelling, if it was either just in general or at me, everyone popped off. Everyone just went went from zero to hundred real quick. It's, it's like, like you, chaos. You like... had to, get every, and it was, and it's literally everyone just trying to get their word in. Everyone mm. trying to be heard. Everyone trying to feel right or whatever. Mm. And so it's just like I, there's no pause, you know. And it's like, and I feel like I interrupt a lot because. I'm not mad right now. Like, I'm not, like, experiencing anything like that that is making me, like, pop off. But I'm experiencing, like, an extreme emotion when I want to share something. And when I, I'm listening to a conversation and I think it's great and I have so many things going on in my mind that I just want to get out and share that because I don't have that control of ever pausing because at home, like, it's literally just talk. No one ever lets each other speak. It's easy for me to do it here. So it's one of those things that I feel like I adopted as a kid to protect myself and to feel safe and to feel heard. It was just easy for me to just yell at everyone. Um, but it's one of those things that when you grow into adulthood, that habit is no longer serving you. So now like that I'm aware of it, it's like, okay, like I can 
I won't interrupt you. Like, well, I probably will. Because like I said, like you said, it's a learning process. It doesn't happen from one day to another. I feel like self-awareness is definitely the first step. So um, I hope I did better today. <laughs> and it's actually it's actually amazing because uh, between her and I, um, she she's she's one to be like, you know, to t- like to like talk over me. And mm-hmm. my my main trigger is when no one uh when when someone doesn't let me speak and uh-huh. i think you, you explained it right earlier how like yeah. you know back yeah. back at home uh i uh growing up i didn't feel like i could i could truly speak you know every every time i gave like my actual thought like i'd get like you know I'd, they they would make me shut down type Br- thing, or you know? brush them off or even if you barely even got a word out it was like immediately interrupted and it's mm-hmm. funny how that was your main trigger and that's my main flaw yeah. that I have. And we attract each other. So this is one of the big reasons why Hugo and I ultimately broke up. Because I and the it's relationship... Scoop, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, no, and, we, and it's it's good to have healthy conversations about what a healthy breakup looks like. And obviously we're co-parenting, so we still maintain like a friendship and we care about each other deeply. But we are not going to be able to... Well, at least... Being together in that dynamic and being unaware of it was really hard. And it caused a lot of damage in our relationship that even now we have to heal from that Mm -hmm. we're alone, you know, because we were together for five years and that dynamic wasn't our only toxic one. We had other things that we would do that would trigger us. And it was really hard. um, Just kidding. (laughs) Um, But it's like, um, I'm glad that the people we are now were like self-aware and we're learning because at the end of the day, we're parents now. And this self-awareness is definitely for us to be better people. But being parents is also, I definitely think, has pushed us to um, learn more because the last thing we want to do is give Ezra any unnecessary trauma. You know, he's going to have his flaws. You know, no one can be perfect, but Mm -hmm. he's going to be damn near it. (laughs) But but us as parents, like we want to give him the best leg up, you know, because we're trying to be creative you know we're Mm -hmm. trying to do things and put ourselves out there but we have to unlearn all these things that are holding us down you know and i think if i can you know not give my son that anchor Mm -hmm. and just make him feel like he's safe and loved enough to just soar i feel like that's like you know the best thing i could do for my son like Mm -hmm. i think too like as someone who also interrupts Mm -hmm. um I think the problem is not interrupting. Like, I don't think it's pausing about your thoughts. I think it's a problem with listening. Mm -hmm. Because, like, if I interrupt you and you, like, and I don't get my thought out, I'm not listening to you anymore because I'm trying not to forget my own thought. And I feel like that's what I've been, like, really focusing on, being like, okay, I'm going to let... That's why when, like, people are like, oh, Vanessa doesn't let anyone talk. Like, it's not that, like, you're not letting me talk. I'm just... I fully, I want to give you my full attention. So Mm -hmm. even if you do talk for a while, like, I'm like, it's okay because I want, like, to be listening and active. I think that's why when you say things, I'm always like, damn, that blew my fucking mind is because I'm really, like, like, absorbing everything you're saying to me. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, really trying to focus on, because, too, I have a really short attention span. Like, no, for real. And I have to. She's on TikTok all day and shit. No, actually, like, I genuinely, like, I have to stop myself from doing things because I'm like, but this was before TikTok. I'm just, my brain just works like that. So, like, I learned not to be like, okay, like, listen. And I have to focus on listening, but it does help me, like, kind of understand, like, conversations better rather than just be like, okay, they said that, but this is what I think about it. So, let me just stay on that. Oh, yeah. And something that's helped me work through that, because it's fucking uncomfortable for me to be quiet when there's so much. It literally feels impossible to keep my mouth shut. Mm -hmm. But it's getting better. But I also think it also has to do with the fact that, like, when you're in survival mode arguing with a bunch of women and you feel like you're being teared apart. Right. 
you just feel like you have to be right and you feel like you have to protect yourself with your own words and you feel like you you at that point it's like i'm not even gonna like at least when i think about you know arguing with my family it's like i'm not even gonna listen to you because whatever you're saying is one hurtful Mm -hmm. it's not helping right and i'm only gonna think about what i want to think about to self-soothe in that moment exactly and you know whatever again it's it served me as a child but it's not serving me now because right. now I can't be present in a conversation with you. <laughs> like I'm literally like only listening to you to get my uh, like opinion or experience right. out, you know, mm. or it's like immediately like you say like, oh, like I got a chihuahua and you start talking about your chihuahua and it's like, I'm not even listening to you about talking to your chihuahua. I'm just thinking about my chihuahua now. And, you know, and it's like we don't listen, you know. And I think that's why, too, even, like, politically, like, all those, like, um, like how people are like, oh, there's no point in talking to someone that's close-minded. And it's because of that. Because they're so held on tight to that thought, whatever it may be, that they're like, nothing you say to me matters because this is my thought and this is what I have. So I'm not even listening yeah. to your sometimes logical arguments. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, people are just like, no, that's logically makes sense. But no, it's still a no. And it's crazy that people can't hold two truths at the same time. Like, this is, I'm living to my what? life. Two truths at the same time. Like, I'm living my (laughs) life. I thought you said truths. I was like, huh? I'm living my life. I'm having my experiences, Mm -hmm. like, my traumas, my emotions, my reactions, like, my whole, like, me as a person. Mm -hmm. And you're having your own. So it's like when we disagree on something, it doesn't necessarily mean we're wrong. It's just we see things differently. Yeah. And it's it should be okay to like agree to disagree or to say, you know what, like I completely see how you feel, but I also see how I feel. And it's okay to just sit together in your discomfort because it's uncomfortable. We're not taught that be not like agreeing or not, mm. you know, sharing the same values is wrong. But it's not. It's just your own way of doing things. It's right. your own way of thinking. It's your own what's make what makes you you. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's like there should be more acceptance. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 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 crazy how how much listening can bring peace. Yeah. And, and um, be, simply because everybody wants to be heard. I mean, just like the same way that that you explained, everybody has something that they want to get out because what they feel inside is valid. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um. I, I um I I saw this video of uh, the art of listening, right? Mm-hmm. And um he w- he was explaining how um b- between like a conflict, like it could be politics, business, whatever whatever it is, um as long as one person has the skill of listening, there will be guaranteed like peace because all the uh, all the opposite person wants to feel is feel heard, heard mm-hmm. you know. And and um I think there was like uh there's like two ways of of explaining listening. Like for example, like if everything I'm saying right now, and then I catch I catch her like do- dozing off, and then and I'll be like, all right, what did I just say? She could repeat all the words I just said. Yeah. But did she actually listen? Like, does she yeah. actually understand it? You know? It's yeah. like the saying goes, like you hear but you don't listen. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then uh, there uh, he uh, the video I saw like he was explaining about this documentary how this uh, Muslim lady, um, she she uh, I, I I think she was like standing out in public. And there was like a white su- su- supremacy like on the side and, and they were like saying a bunch of mean things and mm-hmm. you know and the, the police had to actually approach her and tell her like hey you need to leave just simply for your safety you know and then they i, I think they told her to go inside somewhere or to her, to her house and to like to stay away from the windows or something you know mm-hmm. like it was that bad and her um uh th- being, that documentary being hers she wanted to make this statement about listening you know mm-hmm. and she said that uh she actually went she traveled to where the people are like the white supremacy people uh, i'm saying it like like like, like that but i don't i don't know where white they are, but white supremacist yeah um they uh 
they actually, she actually confronted them and she gave them space to talk. She gave them com- like all the space to say everything they needed to say. They were saying death threats. Like, like they said the meanest things. Like they literally don't want her on this planet. Like mm-hmm. it was that bad, you know? And everybody was saying, why is she doing that? That cycle, like that's the enemy. They were saying so many mean things. Mm-hmm. Like they said mean things to this person. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, why, 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 why don't you have my, my, my back? And like, you know, why would you approach them anyway? But after she heard all of them out, after that, uh, a few of them actually had to reconsider their own beliefs. And they were like, damn, like, I let all of my anger out on this lady. She actually heard me. Like, she was there. Like, she took it. And and then he started to question himself. Like, damn, wait, like. Why the fuck am I like, yelling at an old like lady? Like, the anger, the anger just ran out. And I, I, like, I don't think he realized that he felt hurt. And, and to feel hurt is to feel like you got nothing else to say. And then you get mental mental clarity like oh shit wait i was mad i was sad i was right. happy over that like yeah. damn so in in, th- in those moments these people actually reconsidered and 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 you know obviously she changed their lives because mm-hmm. just Crazy. simply by listening right you know yeah and like has it ever happened to you when like you you believe something in your brain and you say it out loud and you're like what the fuck? that makes no like, sense that makes yeah. yeah i'm so sorry guys i really really have to be so go for bad. it go for it go for it, go for it. Well, we, we could keep going if you want to yeah, keep going and then like another thing that i noticed about listening is that when someone's talking and like it happens to me a lot with you for example when we're getting into our deep conversations I've noticed that I'm always like, damn, I don't want to like cut you off. But like, I also have like so much that I want to say, but I fear that if I don't get what I want to say out, um, I'm not going to have like that, um, like just something really cool that I wanted to share, I guess, something that I wanted for you to know or whatever. And then Mm -hmm. it's like, okay. But then when I tell myself, you know what, just listen, like if whatever you're meant to really say will come out at the end of the day mm. when i when i look at it like that instead of like i have to say what i have to say so that he can know how i feel about it or or whatever it is it is or it's a cool conversation like he's sharing something cool i want to share something cool like no like it's literally like when i just stop and listen in the times that i get myself to i'm actually like oh damn like i heard you out not one i actually enjoy a lot what you have to say without my chatter going on trying to interrupt you yeah it's like i can actually learn i can actually enjoy from what you're saying and then not just that but the thoughts that emerge once you're done are actually just as good as like what i lost either i remember what i wanted to say or like something better comes up you know mm-hmm. and it's like i've been trying to look at it like that like i'm not missing out on anything or like i'm not forgetting anything or like i'm like it's still gonna. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I still, know exactly what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much for the for the people watching. So. Yeah. <laughs> What's it called? Between between Vanessa and I, obviously, like uh, we you know, we stated our like our things. You know, her her flaw her flaw was that you know she she talks over, and my trigger was you know being talked over or not not you know, and and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this on like on a, on a spiritual route now. And I do want to say that um, even though Vanessa and I agreed to be, just be friends and like we're 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 fine, you know, um, I do believe that you know our souls were meant to like meet in this lifetime to learn the lessons that we're learning, yeah. and not only just her and I, with anyone you meet, if if you meet anybody and they they become close to you, and um, you find yourself getting triggered, you find yourself getting angry, you know, think of it this way: the universe brought this person to you to show you what you react to and if you're able to take note and realize what you react to then you're able to change 
So say this person is going to bring out the anger out of you. This person is going to bring out the sadness out of you. You know, and and you guys you guys get get the point. But the whole idea is to kind of reflect on, on yourself because truly everybody is a reflection of yourself. If you get mad at somebody for a certain thing, it's because you see that inside of you. Otherwise, you wouldn't have noticed it inside of them, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that goes a long way to actually practice like that idea. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Life-changing. But it, it's good because it takes the um in a way like it takes like the a lot of the negative feelings away from the experience you know like if you're being triggered and you realize you're being triggered it's like like okay yeah it feels uncomfortable but at the same time i'm aware of why i'm being triggered so i'm gonna be able to work on it now Mm. or it's like um or it's like a lot of people say like oh he did this to me he said this to me and you kind of immediately go into victim mode and it's like, well, you know, if you got triggered, you know, and obviously you're like, okay, you have the power to say, I don't want to be like a victim to this because it's only hurting me because either I believe it about myself mm. or because like um, it's something that happened to me in the past that I just haven't healed from, you know. Mm-hmm. But I truly do believe that at the end of the day, words do carry power, you know, like words. What's that saying? Carry, like, like words energy cut deep. Like, huh? Wait, I, I don't understand what you're What's saying. that one saying that words cut? I don't know. Words I cut, deep, words cut deep? Yeah, it's just like that. I words think it deep. just, the only other one I can think of is the pen is mightier than the sword. The that pen, too. The pen what? The pen is mightier than the sword. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. You ever heard like that. that in movies? I've never heard that in a movie before. Really? I feel like it's all my favorite movies. Yeah, I've heard, heard like in Shrek or something. Yeah, literally <laughs> now. Yeah. It's not in Shrek. But no, that's so true. It hurts. Like, it's hard to read something negative and then be like damn like someone really thinks that about me mm-hmm. and it's hard to be like okay that's not who i am like that's not who i am and kind of yeah. being sure in yourself that this like what they're saying is not really you because yeah. then you you start to think about it and you're like damn but is it like yeah what if i really am like that yeah. and then you kind of get like oh fuck so i feel like it it is hard to kind of feel like be hearing all this negative all the time yeah, and then definitely. working on yourself to get out of that like that's yeah, tough that's a exactly. tough situation yeah, that's, exactly that's a like a perfect example of resistance mm-hmm. if life's throwing lessons at you and you're over here like please i want i want to change i, I want to be a different person yeah mm-hmm. life's gonna throw all these challenges at you and, and mm-hmm. if you're resisting the challenges then yeah you're just not gonna change like like if and if it and if you're not willing to realize like the way that you're reacting to anything, mm-hmm. you know, then you're just going to remain the same person. Yeah. Like for me, like reading the whole like, oh, like you don't let, you know, anyone speak. I actually thought it was pretty funny. Someone said, if you want to hear yourself talk so much, like start your own podcast. That was hilarious. <laughs> hey, but like, they're not wrong though. No, yeah. really. Your podcast would yeah. be popping. Yeah. That would be popping. But the, actually that made me laugh. So thank you to whoever said that. But um, it's true. Like when I read those things, you know, it's first uncomfortable, you know? I feel like for me, I went through like stages. So at first it was like the <laughs> anger, the uncomfort, the wanting to defend myself. Like that, like that zero for, to a hundred when something negative is being thrown at me mm-hmm. is like my natural instinct to just, you know, to have that. Mm-hmm. But with the self-awareness that I have, I'm like, okay, one, I'm upset because I know I do it, you know, mm-hmm. but I know I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. So that's out. <laughs> Two, I know why it's happening. Yeah. You know, I know why I adopted that like mechanism and I can then see it instead of something bad as something that's just trying to protect me Mm -hmm. and I can embrace it and love it because like you are the kind of friend that I want to have that it's like you, 
you don't get upset that I interrupt you because you know that it's coming from a good place because mm-hmm. what I want to say, you know, and you mm-hmm. care about what I want to say mm-hmm. and you're interested in what I want to say mm-hmm. and you want to talk with me about what I want to say. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I hope to extend you that same courtesy. I'm sorry. Like, I feel like I, I'm getting better at listening, but that's why it's important who you surround yourself with, because when you're trying to grow and you're trying to leave these behaviors in the past and grow from them, like you need people that are going to support you and that are going to show you love through that yeah and when someone isn't aware of their own um traumas how they're playing into how they're feeling on their day-to-day it's hard to manage what you're feeling and feel like you have to manage someone else and it's not your job and when you're when you take that burden off of yourself to manage someone else's emotions it's always going to come off mean Mm -hmm. or rude because they themselves don't do it for themselves so that's just kind of like what i've been but I think, too, like, I, it comes down to, to sometimes, like, um, like especially with friendship, I feel like people don't really view it as a relationship. It's just more of, like, oh, they're my friends, but they don't realize that also friendships take energy. Yeah. So I feel like, oh, like, yeah. I'll introduce one friend to someone else, and they'll be like, oh, like, yeah, they were cool, but they do this and this and this. And, like, to me, then I'm like, okay, yeah, like, maybe they do do that, but, like... I feel like people forget that when you want a friend, you have to accept them and all their flaws and all the things that might be annoying to other people or even might be annoying to you, but you're still like, yeah, they do this little thing, but look at how great they are at this other thing. Mm -hmm. And I don't think a lot of people like to accept everyone's flaws all the time. And right when like a flaw comes out, they're like, oh, like this person's doing this and this, like, why the fuck am I even here? Like, and that's when like kind of starts getting a little hateful. And it's crazy because, like you, like you said, you brought this friend around who you thought was great in your perspective. Mm-hmm. Maybe she didn't trigger you. Maybe she, yeah. Maybe you weren't mirroring her, so it was possible for you guys to get along because mm-hmm. nothing she did was actually made you feel any type of way. Yeah. As opposed to you brought it to another friend who does have something right. that that is that is triggerable by her or him or whoever, and it's like they don't click and you're like well i think they're pretty fucking great yeah, yeah you know yeah. but it's like but to them and it's like but it's possible when you have that self-awareness of why i'm being triggered to be like oh you know what like this person does this that triggers me i'm not gonna villainize her because she has that trigger for a reason mm-hmm. god knows what she went through when she grew up it's just not for me because i'm trying to protect my space i'm trying to grow and i'm trying to surround myself with people that actually mm-hmm. love and care about me and are gonna help me mm-hmm. and if that's not what you're bringing in my life. I just don't want to be around it. And it's no hate to you. There's nothing wrong with you. And I wish you the best on your journey. But I need to remove myself. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And so- sometimes even like that removal doesn't even last. Like, or maybe maybe it could last yeah. like, like a short period or maybe it could mm-hmm. last years, you know? But eventually, I feel like it is possible. And yeah, it is possible yeah. to just kind of like connect all, all over again and then realize mm-hmm. each other's growth, you know? Yeah. And I, I love thinking too that there's like, um, like multiple soulmates just... I, I remember you talking about that yeah yeah like i, I just i love it i love thinking because i love meeting people that i connect with so deeply that i'm like how do well like how can i love you this much and you're just my friend like it's not um, even in a relationship where i just love you so much yeah. like i can't even believe it but i don't know if that's just me loving my yeah. friends a lot but Shout out to and you then yeah. <laughs> and that's so how i feel about you baby girl yeah baby it's girl. so crazy <laughs> like you just have soulmates literally flying around the world and you don't even know it i believe in your pets can be your soulmates Oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah. My soulmate's dead. My sister. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop it's it. okay. I have another one. He's still there. Huh? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> God, like, it's fresh. You guys all have pets that are deceased. 
<laughs> yeah, and I, I did recently lose my, yeah, recently. my dog Twinkie. His name is Twinkie. Yo, shout out Twinkie. He's here right now. I feel his energy in the room right now. Twinkie, yes. speak to me. I remember him. <laughs> now that I'm fucking tripping balls, I remember when you used to make videos and he would always be like on your lap. He did all these tricks. Yeah. He did so many tricks. He was a smart dad. I'm about to start crying. Hell no. No, don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. Well, you can cry if you want to. I don't know if I want to. Though. Not, not, not here. Okay. Okay. But, um, no, Look, cry, it's like because I already had I already had time to cry, you know. I had time to cry, and yeah. I'd rather not do it right now because yeah, I, 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 I might cool, do it later. Cool, but anyway, cool. <laughs> yeah, I do believe in pet soulmates, one hundred percent. I believe in friendship soulmates. I believe in I maybe not soulmates, but like I believe that whoever you're like super attracted to in this lifetime, whether it's a friend or a relationship. Or even like a bond between you and a parent or a bond between you and a cousin. Like a bond between anyone. Mm -hmm. I feel like to me that signifies that you guys like lived past lives together. Aww, that you guys, that's why you, because you constantly like, your energy is like meeting in different times and space. So you believe that so like, 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 yeah. like if, like you believe in eternal soulmates? Not maybe. Because if you're finding each other in each life just in different forms. Well, I think that definitely there might be those forms, yeah. you know, where it's like they're, you guys are eternal, but... I think they're also the ones that, like, they share a couple lifetimes together and maybe they go mm. apart. Like, they took what they had to take from each other oh, and then, okay. like, they're moving on. You know what I mean? Like, I just read a story like that. I think it was on Reddit. And it was pretty much saying, like, that these twins, the one, I don't remember how the story went, but it was pretty much this guy and he was talking about how he went, oh, he ran into, like, a medium. And that the lady told her, like, oh, you need to let me go or something like that. But it was for, oh, no, that she, that he had, a, oh, my God. Okay, I'm remembering these stories. Sorry, I'm, like, it's brain okay. farting. But he had gone to a medium multiple times and he didn't believe in it in them at, like, at all. Because all the things that they said were very generic. Mm. And so that he finally goes to one, I think, in Portland. And the medium tells her, like, oh, you had, um, you had a twin. That he was I like, said that story. Yes. Yeah, in the yeah. last podcast. Oh my god, I'm like, where the fuck I, did I, I was hear I was waiting to see if it was going in that direction, but yeah, it was the, the exact story. I that was like, dude, I don't know why I yeah. just thought of that right yeah. now. It's so crazy, it's, right? It's a beautiful yes. story though. It makes me so happy though, like to think that everyone that I came yeah, I totally to love. I read this on Reddit. I have this you like, probably memory did. in my brain. No, you probably did, dude. It was it went I saw it because I saw it went okay, viral okay, on TikTok. Okay. So you probably saw it on TikTok. Okay, too. okay, okay. Because I'm like, I can see the words of little Minecraft. It's probably a story that has gone that has been around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't doubt it. It's a beautiful story and yeah. it's like it's so comforting to know like the people that you care about and love yes. in your life like they're they you guys have been together for lifetimes or you know or that even after this lifetime mm. you'll still see them you know mm. did i okay i'm like i hate that sometimes i'll be thinking i'm like did i already say this in another podcast that's happened to me <laughs> a couple times yes and then i'm like just just don't say anything just don't say anything <laughs> also that's tripping me out it's the, the Aurora. Aurora Borealis. Yo, you know what? A, a few days ago, there was like this announcement that there's going to be like a, a visual of like the Auroras in, in LA. And I was like, bro, what? There, was, there was like this, like a post and, and everybody was sharing it on, on their story saying that like by 11.50 p.m. They were going to shut off. I don't know what lights so that so that we could uh, be able to see it better. And I'm just like, bro, I, can that, we really see it? I don't here? think that's real. Yeah, I, I feel, feel like, I feel like too it's too much light pollution in LA to be able to see that, or like too much smog to be able to yeah, and grasp I, I, that light. And I was thinking, why, why specifically LA? Like, why do you have <laughs> Tune to drive? In, guys, big event happening. Big event. If you all want to see a fucking uh, shooting star, auroras, go to LA. Big. That's some fire festival. Only shit. in LA. <laughs> <laughs> They're just trying to get us down there. Sorry, yeah, it's because like, I'm talking to Iris, my babysitter, y'all. 
Oh yeah, sometimes Vanessa just like checks out. She can't. She can't hear when she, like can't she can't multitask. You guys, it's really like, <laughs> sometimes I'll be, I'll be making that's fun of her because that's a mom thing, multitasking. Not no, before me. she even be, like like she she was born like not being able to like multi- <laughs> she she couldn't cry and like move at the same time. She had to like cry. I can't drink water and walk. I have to stop to drink water. I feel like I just take a risk when I do it. Like I know there might be a chance that the water might shoot to the back of my neck and I'm gonna like choke when I'm walking and drinking water, but I'm always like, I can do it. No, I like could. I just can't. Like I'll have to physically just stop and then be like go, 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 and then like keep walking. Oh, <laughs> Unless it's with a straw. Uh but the straw obviously, you know, because I'm like Yeah, you're just holding the bottle down. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fuck God. straws. Get them out the ocean. Get them out the ocean. <laughs> Everybody jump in the ocean right now. Dude, I love, I feel like I've been coming to the realization that I love the beach. Like, the beach and the ocean just give me such peace that mm-hmm. I can't even, like, nothing matters when I'm at the beach. Like, everything that's wrong, I'm there, and I'm like, okay, it's okay. Like, all those problems are okay because here I am, like, on the sand, in the ocean, just listening to the waves Hearing crash. the waves, oh, yeah. it's fucking amazing. I love it. Have, have you ever done it high? Yeah, all the time. It's fucking amazing. I love it's it. The best shit ever. And on sunset or sunrise, I love sun. What do you guys like more, sunset or sunrise? I I, I personally haven't experienced too many sunrises. Really? But uh, yeah. But um, the few that I have recently experienced, they, they've been like beautiful. Yeah, beautiful, they're beautiful, dope. Yeah. I feel like they're underrated. Oh, for sure. Way underrated. When we went to when we were leaving Big Bear with Ezra's first snow trip, mm-hmm. the most beautiful sunrise. Set. Sunset. It was a sunset. Aww. It was like super red, super like yellow and orange. It was like one of those. What do you mean so Forest Falls, right? Beautiful. Yeah, leaving Forest Falls. Oh, Forest Falls. Yeah, right. It was so nice. It and was... you guys went to the snow? Yeah, it was Ezra's mm. first yeah, time. He loved it so much. One of the things that I enjoy about our friendship is that like we're able to co-parent in that way. Like, you know, I it makes me sad to think about kids whose parents like because can't they're not together, yeah, they can't stand each other, they can't work through their issues. Yeah. And you know, still showed their kids like hey like this is healthy we we still care about each other we created a human mm-hmm. together and i know everyone doesn't have our same story like i know there's like a lot of different kinds of stories but mm-hmm. for the ones that it is possible but they're just not they willing just you to. know to do the work yeah. to get there like it's just sad because maybe yeah. and like having having tough conversations is like what it's so uncomfortable got us through all that shit oh hugo and i've had so many uncomfortable conversations tough like, as uncomfortable as conversations yeah did, did you guys ever bump like did you guys agree on the name yeah well we, i mean yeah we we did but she had way more ideas and mm-hmm. i disagree with her ideas but we did agree on on ezra yeah, yeah i had so many and obviously since it was both of our first kids i didn't want to be like no it's gonna be my name yeah or the highway so i let it you know be okay whatever we agreed on and ezra was the name that he, literally is the only name he liked i brought like a thousand to the table and that was the only one he Why? said yes to I forgot my initial reasoning, but right now I can I can say that it's a four letter word. I mean, he's he's gonna be like able to spell that shit pretty easy. Well, that's uh, true. And easy is also like like a pretty cool nickname for Ezra. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> hey, yo, easy. And that's then, uh, funny. And then uh, it, it wasn't until afterwards that we found out that Ezra was actually a name in the in the Bible, and and it means helper or something yeah. along those lines. And he loves to help. Yeah, he loves it so much. Mm-hmm. That is so cute. I always think of that. I'm like, how the fuck? Like, what if I name it wrong? Or like, what if that wasn't his name and that's just the one I gave him and now he hates it? You know, one thing that I love about that, though, is like, um, it's so true what I mean. Like, when you look at a baby and you say their name and you mm-hmm. can feel like if it fits or not. 
I genuinely feel, I don't even think I ever told you this. I genuinely remember when I carried Ezra and I said his name to him for the first time, like it felt right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've come across parents that they say it doesn't feel right. So they change it and it, whatever they change it to feels right. Yeah. And it's like, I get that feeling of looking at your baby and saying their name. And it's like, yeah, like this is your name. Dude. Ez- Ezra's a beautiful name too. I like, love I, it. I, it's dope. I, remember, I remember thinking like, like, wow, like this is, this is beautiful. I don't know what it, what it means, but it, it looks and sounds cool. Like it, it has a Z in it. I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. Like, I was just going to say that. Like, like, that's the like Z. the only name I've seen with, like, with the Z in it. Mm. Well, I mean Zendaya and all this shit, but like Ezra is like, like a Zendaya. Cool I've never met any other bitch named Zendaya. Like how the fuck but do it your is, parents. It is a name though. I'm no, I know, but I'm saying like, how the fuck do they think of that? Like, I'm always like, they named me Stephanie, bitch, <laughs> out of all the names. Stephanie. They, they were Nicole. bored. Nicole. Huh? They were bored. They Nicole's were, your middle name? Stephanie Nicole. Like, they, the most fucking basic hey, middle they name. They was in the US of ABB. They was trying to, you know, fit in. Like, my brother's name's Jose, and my other brother's name's Victor. <laughs> and I'm fucking Stephanie. Like, bitch, ew. Oh, I it hate that. It wasn't Estefania? No. Oh. And I have a cousin named Estefania. She's my bestie. Oh, Sonia? Oh, Sonia? I don't know if she wanted me to tell that. Wait. Her name's Sonia Estefania. Yeah. Oh. Bleep it out, imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's funny. How do you think the Hispanic community, like, for example, let's say you oh. named your daughter Zendaya, how would your family, like, Mexicanize it? Oh. Zendaya. 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 Sandalias. I could already <laughs> see my grandpa being like, Sandalias. Oh, oh. That's I so true. Like, what would they change it to? Because, dude, our family always is like, no one's safe. They would, growing up, I was called Vanessa La Mayonesa. Like, <laughs> that is so literally. cute. Yeah, so it's like, I they love always it. gave us, like, funny nicknames. I'm sorry. I, n- I never knew that. I'm sorry using that shit now. <laughs> oh, uh, Vanessa La Do you guys know what col is? What? Col? It's like, um, I think it's, Oh my god, what's that shit? Kale, no, not kale. The round one that's like kind of looks like a lettuce. Repollo? Yeah, I think it's a di- another word cabbage? for yeah for cabbage in another like word? Spanish. Like I think it's another oh. word for repollo. Coliflor. No, no, no. It's just col. Oh, so no. my dad would always just, would always go ni col ni lechuga, and I'd be like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, and I hated it. And hey, I think that's slick. why I hated my name. My dad was so annoying with that. That's the slickest shit I ever heard. Um, and I'd be like, how the fuck? Did you, like, Mexicans just become like coming up with the randomest shit to say. Mm-hmm. My like, name was always like straightforward. Hugo. 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 <laughs> yeah. Hugo, yeah. Hugo, juice, Hugo yeah. empacada juice. And it's maybe that's where we get our humor from. If you think about like Hispanic culture, it's very like yeah. jokey. Like everyone's always cracking jokes, everyone's always laughing. Yeah, and that's like as a form of like Like vacilando. Vacilando yeah. todo el tiempo. Mm-hmm. It's true, but sometimes they be hurting you and they're, they're like, like yeah, you're like, yeah, bitch, you just roasted the shit out of me. What do you mean? <laughs> I hate it, dude. Every time if they start chanting, quiere llorar, quiere llorar, I would cry. Oh, I'd be like, hard. I'd be like, vas a ver cuando tú cumplas años. I'm gonna roast you and I'm gonna say, quieres llorar, quieres llorar. Hell no, I hated it. It was traumatizing because I cried for everything. Like, I was already a crybaby. I was annoying. I was a bad kid. Like, I would mm. cry for everything. For like, nothing. Like, my mom wouldn't even be like, te voy a pegar ya, and I would already be crying because I already knew she was gonna hit me. But then, do my mom be like, quieres entrar al baño? And no, I'd be like, me, no. So I'd be scared. So then when they would say, quiere llorar, I'd be like, yeah, I do. Because now y'all giving me a space. Now. Dude, yeah. it's crazy how like they traumatized us since day one. <laughs> like, bruh. Yeah. Y'all didn't even give me room to cry because you were being scary as hell. Like, even for crying, I would get in trouble. You know what I mean? That's like, wild. That's like, terrifying, like, yo, that's... Quieres llorar, llora para 
te, te voy a pegar para darte algo para, para darte algo para, para que, que llores ajá yeah, yeah, te voy a dar algo para que llores yeah. like you know it's like bro what <laughs> like I'm experiencing a natural reaction to the fear and the pain you're inflicting and the answer is to give me more pain and fear fear like mm. no you know what I like I'm gonna turn this around and make it positive you know what I like about like Mexicans that they say provecho <laughs> What, what what does that mean? Provecho, it pretty much means like, oh, have a good meal. But like, I like that strangers say it to each other. Like if you were eating at a oh. table and I was eating next to you and now I'm leaving and you're not done eating, I would be like, oh, provecho. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's I like, like that so sweet. And I hate mm. that like there's no like direct translation to, yeah. so, to something in English. Like I feel like Mexicans are always provecho. really kind. Like when they go into somewhere or like they don't know someone, they're still like, oh, buenas tardes. They just say, okay, bye, enjoy your meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's sweet. Hmm. I like that too. Yeah, and and it's cool because like you 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 greet people with buenas noches, but you can't you can't say good night to people and like yeah. oh like a, like a hello like, good night like like yeah because you, you you can say good morning good afternoon good evening and then and then oh like you good, can good use night. but you can't use good morning as a goodbye either like you can't you can use hello as a goodbye but you can't use it you can use good night as a goodbye but you can't use it as a hello and you can say good morning as a hello but you can't use it as a goodbye yeah not at all yeah yeah. So it's yeah, really exactly. just good afternoon. You can use it for hello or bye. Oh wait, can you say bye? Bye what? Like good afternoon in a in a bye way. I guess it would just be like when, have when, a good afternoon. This, like, but like in Spanish, like, like what, what what I was trying to say is how is, uh, it doesn't translate to English as well. Like how you, how you can use these same phrases. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah but you yeah. can't use them in the same like situation. Like, you know? I was just spiraling at this point. <laughs> no, 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 you're, you're good. But like if, if you see someone like during this time, you'll say buenas noches. Like how, oh, how are you doing? Yeah. But like if you're speaking in English, you can't say like you know. Oh good night. That, yeah, that yeah, specific yeah, yeah. word you could say it in a different way, but like right, that specific right, right. word you can't use it. I have the thing I hate the most on the planet, like definitely top five, is that good morning. I don't know if I said this already, but I'm going to say it fucking again. <laughs> good morning is two words and good night is one. I do not Why? like that. I do not fucking like that. That Who makes no it? sense. What? Who made it that way? I, I, think, I think good night together became normalized for some weird reason. Who dropped reason. these words? Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, you can use good morning. <laughs> you can only use good morning in two in two words but you can use good night like good space night and like, you could also use a good night like, like a compound word yeah like, yeah yeah like, like what the good. fuck is that oh like we had a good night yeah 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 uh. no, no no not like that like you can spell it either way mm-hmm. but like we, we, like we had a oh, yeah, 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 it's yeah, different yeah. we had a good night we, we had a good it's night it's like or a good, good night. night but if you're going to sleep good night it's different yeah, but, but I, why I, isn't I, good morning one word too? I, I, it is. I, I, I would we still think good that good night needs that space though. I, I would still think that. Right? I think it's just because good morning's too fucking long to be one word. <laughs> good morning. Oh, I'm tired of saying but that. But like it's yeah, annoying good. to me. Like when I type it and I'm like, it just doesn't look right. But, like, yeah, I'm like, here we go with the fucking space again. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I'm tired of using the space Fuck bar. Fuck you. I got me pressing extra letters. I don't know. <laughs> Got me exerting extra energy. You know, the only class I ever got an A in in middle school was keyboarding. For you. Yeah, I was pretty good at typing. That's a that's a, that's what, a skill it? that you can actually apply in the real world. <laughs> what the fuck am I going to do with PEMDAS? I'm just saying, not PEMDAS, but like the Pythagorean theorem. What is that ever going to do for me? That's what is true. like, like you know, that's an actual skill that's What am I going to know about dissecting a cat? <laughs> exactly. What do I gain from opening this frog? Yeah, I didn't, get to do, I didn't get to do the frog because my grade was bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> we're over here laughing at shit. <laughs> but that I get sucks. that I get that I get I oh my god I fucking do this what happened to me I did <laughs> fuck me 
<laughs> oh my god i did get to dissect a cat that was a tongue twister though yeah that was dude tell me why we dissected a mink you guys know what a mink <laughs> what is the fuck? that's horrible and we had to dress it up in the end create a stage for it put an outfit on it and give it a stage name were you guys what's what, that what word was, what was yours, yours? <laughs> when you stuff the animals what's that um stuffed animal no no termodex Taxidermy. Taxidermy. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Taxidermy is when you stuff the animals. Oh, like, like like when they have like the heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, damn. I'm I'm laughing because we named ours Minky Minaj. To <laughs> <laughs> give her Minky blood Minaj. wig. Yeah, dude. Wait. Her outfit was cute. She had a wig on everything. Do you remember like the other names from the other people? Not at all. Mine was the best. <laughs> Minky Minaj. Dude, literally, Minky it was Minaj. like the best. I, mean, I, 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 would, no, no, I, would, I would name my Minky Mouse. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to create it for me. That is so funny. Um, I'm not taking credit for that name. I'm pretty sure. I, well, I was in a group. I didn't come up with that. <laughs> that is so fucking funny. Fuck. You know what's fucked up too? Yeah, we're just playing with dead corpse. Minky Meow. <laughs> Wait, Minky Meow. <laughs> Who's that? No, like Kitty kitty like meow meow <laughs> Mickey meow she, she, just took, no she, she just took mine and it tried to change it uh, name. Oh that was like the God. walmart version of that, that minky like mouse stripper minky meow minky meow that sounds lucky cute minky meow the stripper that sound that does sound like the stripper meow. name yes minky that could be meow. your porn name <gasps> that's definitely a porn the name yeah isn't it weird do you ever think of that i always think of that like what would mine be like what what would you guys see like as 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 my name for a porn name. Um, <laughs> juice it up. <laughs> juice it up. Oh my god. <laughs> I was just thinking of a chat ass name or something like that. Yeah, me too. I, I was thinking of like, juice it up. I was like, why'd you answer so fast? <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about it. <laughs> oh my god. What about me? Do me, do me. Um, dude, honestly. Steph's got milk. It's fucking perfect. Oh yeah, I'm, Steph's I'm got milk. Name? I don't even no, have that's your that, that's your milk name, dude. That's how'd you come up with that? I used to just drink a lot of milk. Oh. I was I like loved milk a lot, and like I would like if I would any meal I had, I would have to have a glass of milk after. Damn. Do yeah. You, do you still got milk? No. <laughs> I don't. She likes I got almond milk. She likes yeah, it tolerant. <laughs> <laughs> I lucky am. Fuck. It's, I'm Steph's got almond milk now. <laughs> Steph's got oat milk. <laughs> Steph's got soy milk. Literally, yeah, the bitch can't eat. I can't drink milk no more. Ice cream, dude, fucks me up. Oh, that's I know. Have, have I you ever tried it. taking the, the the small lactate pills? No, but sometimes, like, if I take like probiotics before I eat something that like like oh, lactose, it, it helps a lot. Yeah, because mm, yeah. like. It's not that I get like the shits. My body just retains the gas, so it's not even like I get the shits or I have to fart. It's just stuck there, so I'm like bloated. Yeah, yeah, and I it literally is just hurting me. It's super painful. Yeah, that sucks. Because if I just got the shits, I would not give a fuck. I would be eating everything and be like, well, whatever. I'm gonna go shit in anyways. Yeah, and it's crazy because uh, I I, when she when she got pregnant, like that's when I discovered that I was lactose intolerant. Yeah. Because before that, I never had any symptoms. I Mm -hmm. never would react to lactose at all. And when she when she got pregnant like i was like oh like i'm i feel nauseous and, and like mm-hmm. at first i was like oh i'm i'm getting her symptoms you know oh dude, dude, i think that you know, is so cute when right? like dads get the symptoms yeah i and, genuinely like, think you did do yeah no probably but then after that lactose intolerance was that like the fucking the, the result of it? 
Damn. The, like the price I had to pay for karma. that. <laughs> for real, huh? You didn't get birth. But, but, he's like, God damn it. Look at what pregnancy did to me. You didn't get birth, but intolerant. You didn't get breath, but you're going to get something. Do you still drink milk, though? I, I do now so that that's that's actually where where, where I was going is that now I don't I don't have I don't have any reactions to lactose anymore oh. and it's crazy because like uh it, it like the the moment that I realized that um I didn't it, like um react to it anymore mm-hmm. like I remember the night before I was like meditating you know I was I was, I was pretty <laughs> I was pretty faded so I was like meditating I was like I'm tired of being lactose intolerant <laughs> Stop I'm it. Fucking, this shit is destroying me like I lost so much like I was working uh, out for a while I was damn. I was working out yeah. And because of like the like, I, w- I would throw up diarrhea, yes. and pain, and everything. Yeah. So like, lactose intolerance hits you hard, dude. Yeah. That's what we made so, fun of him, like, bro. Like, he's really going through like pregnancy symptoms because it was exaggerated, dude. I didn't have symptoms. I was pregnant. What a and, guy, dude. Not one, <laughs> dude. You guys, not one fucking symptom did I get. My pregnancy was a fucking breeze. Like, yeah, so happy I, I, the whole I took time. It on for you. She, she, <laughs> you took everything. She was a queen. <laughs> queen shit <laughs> only. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, that's uh, crazy yeah i, I was i was mm, me- meditating mm-hmm. and then like i was like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna tell myself i am not lactose intolerant anymore and i did it playing around but i was also being genuine and serious you mm-hmm. know but i was just like all right if i do have the power let me fucking control this shit right now if i have full control of my body let me fucking do it yeah. asking you shall receive yeah 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 exactly and like the next day i was like um i didn't really think about it i just didn't have like a lactate pill and i was like yeah. you know what I like um in that moment I, re- I reminded myself right last night i was saying this blah, blah 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 so i reconnected to that and i ate and nothing happened and i was like okay this this is where maybe it was just like the pizza maybe mm-hmm. you know and i drank milk like mm-hmm. straight up cow milk you know and, yeah. and nothing and i was like bro ice cream and now i'm eating everything now i'm like bro he's all binging now <laughs> yeah i'm binging it but like i'm like dude how like how like someone oh, someone explained that to me like the he's the night that him. i that i said like all right i don't want to be yeah. it just went away like what the fuck He's gonna be on what? My six hundred pound life <laughs> soon. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm all on my dairy. way. He's all like, yeah, did guys, you, and you... my life changed for the better. I could, I could lactose now, and you're all like huge. <laughs> your meditation is key, everyone. Meditation <laughs> changes your meditation life. Meditation is key, hey, but you know, it, it really is. It really is. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. yeah, and I think it goes to show, like, when you truly believe something and mm-hmm. you like ask for it genuinely, like, you know, and you let go, like, you don't attach yourself to an outcome. I feel like that's also important. Where it's like you ask. You like you embody that, and then you don't hold on to like an expectation. You're just like, okay, yeah. it is what it is, and I feel like that's when it comes easier because you're not creating resistance to like it has to be this way mm-hmm. or like it has to happen now or whatever. It's just like you ask for it and you let it go. Let and it I feel go. like when you do that, when you don't show resistance, like the universe, like um, he, what is that word? He, like he um, rewards you for mm-hmm. that. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a question. Did you ever drink your titty milk? I've never no. tried it, but you know, I, I was, I, I was very, I felt, <laughs> I felt very grossed out to, to try yeah. it out just because, I mean, I, I don't even like the idea of drinking something that came out of her titty, you know, but, <laughs> but, but then I'm, I'm hearing that other guys would sorry, try it, you sorry. know, and, and they all had good things to say about it. And now I'm, I'm just like, damn, I wish I would have tried it. You yeah. know, what's wild. My cousin just had a baby and he was a preemie. And so, um, like. I guess, like, my cousin's wife, her nipple isn't in the shape yet that lets the baby latch onto her. Aww. So, like, yeah. my sister-in-law literally goes and breastfeeds him. And that, that, and that actually works, though. Yeah, right? yeah, but I think that's crazy. Like, I don't, I don't think I ever realized that, like, women, like... 
breastfeeding each other's power. babies. Yeah. But people donate their breast milk. Yeah, well, I knew that, but like, I think it's different, you know, like when they're actually when on, they're the actually booth, on you. A, but yeah. it's natural. Like, it's the crazy thing. No, for thing. sure. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's I, I never really thought about that. I only breastfed Ezra for like two months. And after that, my sister actually breastfed him. A few times. Really? Yeah, she did, yeah. That's good. I love yeah. when breast yeah. ba- when babies get breastfed. Yeah, or like even like he would get sick and she'd mm-hmm. be like, all right, here, I pumped a bottle for him. Yeah. Or like his, he would, something like his little eye would get red. She'd be like, here, put some breast milk on it. Like she was always on deck. It's mm. wild. Shout, shout, out to, shout out to Fanny Nivakitai. No, dude, it's crazy like how healing mother's milk is oh, yeah. to their baby. Yeah. Or to like a baby, you know what I mean? Did you know that when... um breast milk like normally is like like kind of like a whitish color mm-hmm. but whenever the baby latches on obviously the saliva goes into like the, the body because mm-hmm. there's like a hole the body's able to read like the saliva and say is the baby sick does he need any Whoa. nutrients does what? he need anything specific is he lacking anything so the body your body will produce more of that and the milk will change color Whoa. and when the milk changes color that's when you know that your body's specifically producing this because it picked up that your baby's lacking it, so he needed it. What mm-hmm. the Our bodies fuck, are actual bro. machines, dude. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell? That is fucking yeah. insane. Yeah, dude, literally. <gasps> and that's one of the big reasons why I was I beat it myself up so much after I wasn't able to breastfeed him because I got postpartum depression and mm-hmm. it hit me bad to the point yeah. where I could literally do nothing. I couldn't even sleep. And just the thought of breastfeeding, it was just too hard. Like, it was literally mm-hmm. too hard to do anything. And my heart goes out to any woman that goes through this and experiences this. When you literally feel like you can't even physically bring yourself to feed your baby because you're just so down. And you don't understand what's going on. And eventually my milk dried up and Ezra got used to the bottle. And, like, he would get frustrated when I tried to breastfeed him because not enough was coming out. Mm-hmm. So it was just, like, we just decided it'd be better for him to just switch over to the bottle. But yeah. it was really hard because that... I did with a few times that I enjoyed it. Yeah, it hurt sometimes, but that bond, it, it does feel beautiful to like mm. feel that connection with your baby. And I'm glad I at least got to experience it yeah. for two months. But um, you still I have like that memory. Yeah, I wish to. I would have done it longer, to be honest. Yeah, um, maybe my next one. We'll see. Yeah. So my mom breastfed us for a fucking hour. That's good. For like two years. That's good. I love mm-hmm. that. Damn. My niece, too, like my sister in law was trying to get her like off, but. I feel like she really likes it. Like how you said, like, I think she yeah. really likes that connection with her baby. Yeah. Because, like, but, like, I think, too, like, my niece is so sweet. Aww. So, like, when, like, she, I, like, see her when she breastfeeds her, like, because when I go over, I stay with them. When she breastfeeds her, like, in the middle of the night, like, the baby just, like, mm-hmm. she's, like, all cute on her. Cute. I don't know. It reminds and me of, like, Tarzan when, like, yeah, you know, he just, like, curls up to yeah. her little, his little gorilla mom. And I think it's sweet that, you know, moms could, like, even breastfeed up to, like, three. I even heard of a kid that breastfed at four. Yeah. And it sucks that the older the kids get, the mom, the, there starts the comment, like, mm, shouldn't he stop now? Like, yeah. he's too That's big. True, yeah. And I feel like at that point, what what thoughts are going through your mind that you feel like this You're bond is an issue? Like, why can't they simply keep breastfeeding? The kid certainly doesn't see it the way you're probably thinking of it. Mm. The mom doesn't see it that way. It's giving that child still like nutrients right. that I'm pretty sure are going to help his brain development and just his overall like immune being. system too immune yeah. exactly and it's like what's wrong with that like why do women it's so sad that like already have making a kid is so exhausting as it is that this and it's sad that society makes it harder for women to just yeah. be mothers I hate that like when like, my sister-in-law gets like embarrassed to breastfeed I'm like yeah. bitch if you don't pull your titty out right here and feed my niece like you better do it right now and I hate yeah. when people are like ew I'm like fuck you you 
<laughs> like, dude, it really pisses me off. I kiss my ass. Because I'm like, can you just not be a pervert? Can you just let this child eat? Yeah. Um, I really sense. wish there was way more awareness on, like, teaching men how to be dads. Yeah. Because guys in general they don't even know how to handle their own emotions like you know in, in general guys guys in general they don't know how to handle their own emotions and to be given a child and mm-hmm. not even know how to like you know it's mm-hmm. fucking it's it's so it's so intense like even mm-hmm. even for me like i had zero experience with yeah. kids at all i had mm-hmm. also had no patience for for kids you know mm-hmm. and that all just grew on me like as, as as i learned she went through the whole like postpartum depression and that's when i was like damn i have to be a dad right now yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck like i have no experience i've never changed a diaper in my life you know you would change diapers and stuff yeah in the, in the in the hospital you no know, she'll, she'll be you know resting yeah. and then I'll, I'll be changing this diaper and by the way like newborns poop like black like tar yeah, like, like, it looks like yeah it's it's like 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 it's those gross. like black yeah. beans you know like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude you were literally disgusting. a trooper through that because um i don't want to bash men but a lot of men wouldn't have been able to step up like that and obviously it has to go with the way they were brought up they don't feel comfortable they don't know how so you know that's a a whole other issue but the truth of the matter is in that moment Mm. a lot of men can't step up yeah for whatever reason you know and a lot of women tend to rely on their mothers their sisters or theas you know women Mm -hmm. you know men aren't typically they don't go to men with these problems or right. or not that's not a problem but with the help you know with the support mm-hmm. with the effort and yeah you did amazing like i was very not surprised actually because you were you wanted you know you were very excited throughout the whole mm-hmm. pregnancy mm-hmm. and i knew this is something that you really wanted and you were mentally preparing even though you weren't ready even though you had no experience mm-hmm. it, i could tell that your mentality going in was like you were yearning for it and you were excited for it mm-hmm. and um yeah he definitely helped me so much like literally i practically did barely anything i barely lifted a finger in the beginning and you took over and did amazing and mm-hmm. israel like literally i could see why sometimes he's like more excited to be with you than with me because <laughs> i feel like since day one from like the moment that he was in my stomach like he was just talking to him immediately Aww. and for me yeah. it actually took a while for me and i want women that are listening that have children because i know a lot of women that got pregnant and they were excited but they were also in shock or mm-hmm. they also had mixed emotions and when you have mixed emotions it's hard to full like fully just dive into the experience experience of yeah. being pregnant mm-hmm. and for me for sure one of the things that was hard for me in the beginning was like touching my stomach and speaking to it like it didn't come natural to me because it, it's so odd how it felt foreign it felt like something else wasn't like inhibiting my body and it wasn't i didn't feel a connection yet mm-hmm. and it's hard to feel that way being pregnant but it's so normal but it's so yeah. taboo like women feel like they can't talk about it no for sure i had a friend who she told me like until like six months that's when she started getting like the maternal instinct of exactly. be like oh shit like okay this is my baby and i'm yeah. like six yeah, months is, it's, it's pretty much mm-hmm. almost your whole pregnancy exactly mm-hmm. exactly so and i and i want to open the floor up to those conversations because these women are trying the best that they can and they're still, you know, doing the thing. Even though they don't might not feel it right away, they're mm-hmm. still being good mothers and yeah. they're doing the best that they can. And I see you and you're doing great. And I promise you in time, those feelings will definitely subside and that love will start growing. I'm not going to lie. For me, I didn't start feeling excited about my pregnancy until probably like the last like three months of my pregnancy. It was like actually registering. Like I was actually able to talk and take pictures and like that's when he was hold doing flips stomach. in your stomach mm-hmm. and shit, right? when he started moving it's like i was like i think definitely was that i was like oh shit like there's actually my child's in here he's yeah. moving he's, he's, he's alive. Coming. yeah like it's when it started like kind of clicking like oh yo like, that makes me yeah. panic yeah. like honestly just pregnancy makes me panic yeah like I, 
it freaks me out. Like just the physical aspect of it. Mm. Like a like there's a little baby penis in you. <laughs> like I always think of that. Or it's like forming inside of you. Yeah, like you're literally creating a penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not like in a weird way i just always think of that like i'm like there's these little tiny fingers inside of you and like a little like little human and they, yeah. they have hair too remember when we did ezra's 4d ultrasound oh yeah that was crazy and what, what color was his head that the lady was like oh you see all that that's hair he's gonna have a lot of hair and sure enough dude, he was born full head of hair yeah, you, yeah, you wouldn't yeah. get heartburn no it was only until the end when i was like a month away from giving birth that my stomach was the biggest mm -hmm. that when i would lay down like his whole like body would just slide up to me and it would like i could feel it pressing on my organs uh... and i couldn't breathe and at then i at that point i did have to stay away from like certain foods like you know hot sauce or mm -hmm. things like that that because since like it would push everything up or to the side wherever if it was hot like it would come up right, right 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 but it wasn't till the end to be honest i feel like my whole pregnancy was fucking amazing and i thank god for that because like i was physically i felt amazing but mentally i was going through it yeah that would have sucked yeah. if it was both at yeah the same time. so i definitely my heart goes out to you if you're dealing with both you know you're a fucking trooper you got this you Especially will make if you're it by out. yourself yeah oh yes if you're yes. by yourself in the picture mm -hmm. salute you. and yeah. i want to tell you that once that baby is born it will definitely all be worth it i promise you that and Literally, yeah. So I was grateful that I was able to at least my body physically wasn't mm -hmm. on top of like my mental. Yeah, because it was it was hard. It was yeah. a lot. Damn. You know, one one of the, like the coolest like tiniest experience um that that I felt through through your through your pregnancy was when when he was like ni nice and big. I remember <laughs> I would I would try and listen like to his heart and I would actually hear his heartbeat mm -hmm. and I thought that was so trippy because I was like I didn't I didn't think it was possible to just like you know. To mm -hmm. hear a baby's heartbeat in, in mm -hmm. the stomach because we only heard it through the ultrasound, mm -hmm. and and then hearing that, I was like, "Yo, that's crazy!" Mm -hmm. Like, and then even now, like uh, him and I, like sometimes we'll just like hear each other's heart. It's not, like sometimes, like he'll randomly ask me, "Can I hear your heart?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." He loves it. He loves mm -hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. That is so sweet. But isn't that fun? Like you had two hearts. Yeah. Like you literally had two hearts. I know it's crazy. She had her own heartbeat, and then like you know, an, yeah. an extra heartbeat going on right there. Yeah. It's that's crazy. insane it's really cool to me. Yeah. Like that's yeah. what I mean. Like that whole process is insane. Insane to me. Like chickens laying egg is more normal to me than humans having babies. Like this dude is just laying an egg, keeping it warm, and then little baby chicks can come out. That's all good and dandy. Could go about its day. Oh, I feel lazy. Let me go sit on my egg. Mm -hmm. That's normal. Like a fucking whole creature growing inside of you. For a almost human. an entire year. No, I know Crazy. it's a human, but at the end of the day, we're creatures. You yeah, know what yeah, I no, mean? For sure, yeah, yeah. Like, it's weird. It like, it's some alien-ass shit. In a good way, but, like, still They even look like out. aliens, like, while they're yeah, in they're there. Like, while they're forming When they shit. come out, too. When, when they're newborns, I'm not going to lie, bro. They come out ugly. And mm -hmm. you cannot lie to someone and be like, oh, Cuban. But you know what? There oh, are, my niece there are, there are exceptions. No, there, there are. There I, are I've seen beautiful newborn because I, I used to do uh, pictures in, in, in a oh, hospital. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So newborn like, photography. I would, like, you know, it would be like the, the, the day after or the morning after whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, I'll take their pictures and sometimes I'll be like, damn, where's it? Where's this? Where's this with angle? You know, but <laughs> and then they'll, they'll you're be judging babies <laughs> one mean, day you, after they're born. You haven't even had time to say I'm already fighting for its life. He's only breathed like seven times, and I'm over here judging shit. Nah, but like, oh but like, God. I mean, you, you know when a baby's like, you know, yeah. But, but like, but there, there would be beautiful as like newborns and 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 boys and girls, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and it's just like it's I don't know, it's it's a really cool experience. Would you wrap them? 
Yeah, like sometimes when the when the mom mm-hmm. couldn't couldn't move, she was like, you know, and and I had to change the baby. I had to wrap them. I had to do everything. And the anxiety that I experienced because I had to shadow um, someone a few times and just watching them handle the baby, like, bah, bah, bah. yeah, they're Tossing fucking the baby, careless. And then pa pa pa, and all quick, and I'm like, bro, how do you like? I can't even poke a baby right now. Like, I don't, I can't fathom the idea of it, you know? Yeah, because they're so tiny. They're so fragile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and their heads, they're so like mushy because their skulls and formed and everything. So it's they're so fragile. It's scary to change a baby, you know? Ew! Did you ever see a baby with teeth? Yeah, like a, like a newborn. Yeah. Did you know babies can be born with teeth? Yeah, what? Mm-hmm. Like full set, like. But I don't know about full set, but with They come teeth out with silver sh- teeth and shit? <laughs> no, dude, for real. It's no, crazy. yeah, like, they can literally come out with teeth. I've never seen that. No, me neither. But, like, I heard it was, like, a thing. Yeah. That's nasty, huh? Imagine your That'd baby so comes strange. out and he's, like, <laughs> big They're old all, like, smile. breastfeeding and chewing and shit. Like, <gasps> that sounds terrible. See, this is what I mean. Then I hear that and I'm, like, why the fuck I'm would I do that? Yeah, fuck no. Hey, besties. We are going to bring you now some tea from our tea party. We're only going to do two because we ran really long with our topics. But we want to share you because I know a lot of you guys have been waiting. But I'm going to read one. <laughs> hey, besties. I have a funny as long story, but in the moment, mental breakdown. So to start off the story, this guy slid in my DMs and we talked for a good month. He asked me out. He picks me up. Then we smoke in his car. We go get Wingstop and then we finish ordering. He realized he forgot his wallet. Red flag as fuck. I only had Apple Pay on me and they don't accept Apple Pay. We then agreed to eat at Applebee's. When we were finished ordering our food and drinks, these two girls walked in and asked him if he was so-and-so. And he looked at them crazy saying, yeah, why? Me sitting there all confused. They told him, well, your baby mama is outside crying. (gasps) Well, your baby mama is outside crying. Red flag as fuck. They were airing out all his business at Applebee's. I then get up and leave the restaurant because fuck that dude. He don't deserve me. And I walk outside and I see his poor baby mama outside crying, holding her eight month old. (gasps) Oh, no. I went up to her saying, hey, girl, I'm sorry. I didn't know he was expecting a baby. She was understanding and said, it's OK, girl. It isn't the first time this has happened. Her friends came outside and said if it, if I was OK and if I needed a ride somewhere and, or to my house. But I had called my older brother to pick me up. And then my meltdown began and I felt so bad. But thanks, Bessie. I hope this is funny and kind. I hope this is funny and kind makes you realize you now have to ask i'm sorry you butchered this sentence. but thanks bestie i hope this is funny and kind of makes you realize you now have to ask guys the kind of inf- that kind of information because they suck ass yeah. oh, okay yeah. sorry i was butchering that it's okay oh my god i'm so sorry that is fucking that. hilarious i'm so sorry but like just like i feel like date stories are funny because i'm like this person really lived this awkward ass story i feel like that's a movie shit yeah it really is where it's like you know having dinner having a good time at applebee's all of a sudden this bitch comes your baby mama's outside crying and then the imagine like the girl how she felt like the music um what the fuck haven't even gotten your appetizer literally your spinach artichoke the barbecue wings at applebee's are fire dude applebee's is low-key i don't give a fuck underrated underrated as fuck fuck. i fucking love it my hat down to you though for walking away respecting yourself hat down to you for going up to the mom and reassuring her that you had no clue and that you were sorry because obviously you were being considered her feelings you didn't have to do that that, but you did it and shout out to them for being cool with you and offering you a ride home you know it shows they're mature they realize that it has nothing to do with you you know you were deceived and 
I'm sorry you had to go through that. Also, but... did you pay or what was his wallet? <laughs> yeah, girl. I really want to know. I'm glad you didn't have to. By the looks of it, she didn't have to. She had to leave mid-meal. So. Yeah. His baby mama paid. He forgot his wallet. Damn. That's the only logical explanation as to how that meal was paid. All the way from Fort Worth, Texas. <laughs> My throat hurts, you guys. So sorry if you guys like... You want me to read it? Yeah. Okay, it's okay, it's okay. Oh. All the way from Fort Worth, <laughs> Texas. Well, besties, I have two kids with my quote, oh wait, not quote, um, parentheses, deadbeat baby daddy. For a while now, me and a guy have been talking and getting to know each other. He's so sweet, and I can honestly say I love him. Thing is, it's my ex's relative. Oh. <laughs> Primos oh. terceros or some shit, but what should I do? Should I continue and get judged as fuck, or just let, let that man go? Girl, if you love him, don't let him go. El que no es how does that saying go? I have no idea. Oh my god. What? I forgot how it goes. But Sorry. anyways, third cousin, that's too far. If it was like your primo if it was like his primo hermano, todavía. But I feel like third cousin, you could get away with that. A third cousin? Yeah. I mean, are they close or, or not? Like, you know, I, I feel that's like I feel true. like I feel like that also makes a difference. If they're not as close, then just go for it. You 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 love this guy. Yeah, know? it sounds he's, like he's great. He's treating you the way you deserve to be treated and you know Especially if your baby daddy's a deadbeat. Yeah. I like mean, why would you waste a good opportunity because of a deadbeat? Because of his yeah. opinion. You yeah. Know? And they could call him Funko. <laughs> Funko. <laughs> God, that one was short. Let's be. I hope, one. and I hope that he treats your kids just as well as he treats. Oh, you. true. That's the main and most important thing. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't even hear that. That like, like that hope. he treats the kids just as well. As oh yeah, hell yeah. 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 That's that's the most important I, part. I feel like that's a main thing that a lot of women don't um, really Look think at. about when they're dating. Yeah. Men. Yeah, not at all. So one more, it? you guys, and then we have to cut because my babysitter's like, girl. <laughs> where the fuck up. you at <laughs> yeah so one of my friends a few years ago started dating this boy i was in love with when that happened i was destroyed they dated for three years they broke last year and now she wants to hook up with his friend but that friend has tried to take advantage of me <gasps> and oh. touched me without consent she knows all of this oh, i told no. her i didn't really care and she could do whatever she wants but think about it it's so fucked up when she told me she wants when she told me she wanted to do it, she was like, I know what he did to you, but I really don't care because he helped me when I was in a bad situation with her ex-boyfriend. Garbage! That's not your friend, girl. That's nah. literally not even close friend, to being your guy. friend. And yeah. anyone in that little circle got to drop one? Fuck on? no. You yeah. need to get, get them the fuck out of your life. That is not your friend, girl. That and, is someone yeah. fucking... And, and I feel sorry for her because if he tried to force you into doing something, just because he's actually trying to court her and maybe want something serious with her, there's no saying that he's gonna feel more entitled to her body because he feels like they're together right and that's sad like i i hope that nothing like that happens to her but you know what if she does i don't want to say it's gonna be her karma but she's gonna learn the lesson right there because how does that not scream like red flag to you like damn yeah. this guy tried to touch this girl without who's her consent, my friend who's my friend but not even that like you know touch you you yeah. know what i mean like i you know it's like damn and you still want to date this man i'm so sorry and i'm sending you so much love mm -hmm. yeah. fuck that let's find a happier one yeah for <laughs> that was so sad something that's all, right, all hype and shit yeah something funny yeah this, is, okay. this one's hilarious this one's hilarious we're gonna end on this one. okay note. long story short i went out on a date with a guy to buffalo wild wings he starts taking a group talking 
Y'all gotta get Grammarly. <laughs> Long story short, I went out on a date with a guy to Buffalo Wild Wings. He starts talking to a group of guys at a table before we get seated. I thought that they were friends. The host sat me and after I sat down, the guy I was on a date with told me he was going to go fight outside. He went outside and got jumped, came back in for the date all beat up, and I called my mom. <laughs> That is fucking hilarious. He said, look at me. I'm going to go beat up all these dudes. And he came back in. <laughs> the fact that she was like, he got jumped and came back in for the day. Yo, he came back like, he, he thought he did something, huh? Like, oh, oh, I looked tough on. He was like, don't worry, baby girl. I'm good. I have like a concussion right now, but I Dude, can still eat with you. That is so <laughs> hilarious. Like, did, I wonder if she knew that he was getting down. Damn, I wonder if yeah. she did. You know I'm what I mean? so happy. She was just there waiting like. <laughs> and I'm so happy you went home. Thank oh, God that you called fuck. your mom because, bro, you know, that energy, that don't. I'm, oh, wait, does. So it's funny. right there. He told me he was going to go fight outside. Yeah. <laughs> That's so casual. Like, imagine yeah, someone casually right. tells you that on, on a date. Like, hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm about to go fight outside. Dude, <laughs> I wonder how many do? guys it was. But let's think about what was in this guy's head. Like, <clears throat> he probably felt like, damn. And he, she thought that they were friends because they were talking, but obviously they had some sort of beef. So he felt like, damn, I, I'm gonna look like a bitch. Probably that's his mentality if I don't go fight these guys. You know that's what I mean? Definitely the mentality. Or like, or, or maybe, or who knows? Maybe he felt because I'm, I'm looking at it two perspectives. Like maybe he felt like she still think I'm a bitch. You know, if mm. I don't but fight. I'm, but from then what it sounds like, it sounds like she didn't even know that they were in a. They had yeah, a she, she, she thought they were friends. Yeah. Yeah. So they probably called them out, huh? They were like, "Let's go outside and fight right now." Dude, yeah. it's because some guys are weird. Like, let me fin- nice let me tell you guys what happened today when the guy <gasps> got road rage. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I was having an emotional breakdown in my car, uh-huh. like talking on the phone with my friend, and I did not cut him off. I swear to God, I did not like he was on the edge so it kind of seemed like he was going to turn into the next street uh. and that's when i got into his lane but he went straight so he got i guess he got like he had like mad road rage but i didn't notice because i didn't do it like it's not like i just like went in i literally like was like Meow. and yeah. so we get to the red light and i'm over here on the phone like sobbing mind you like i'm literally crying my eyeballs out <laughs> and i guess like he got off his car to fight with me and he like looked in the window and i was like <laughs> and he literally was like and turned around but when he got back to his truck the guy in front of me kind of like got down to see if i was okay and then he got pissed that the guy in front of me like got, got off, off yeah. so then by the time the guy in front of me got back in his truck this guy was already off again like talking shit to the guy in front of me He's like, hey what's up yeah i'm like damn this man just literally wants to fight and you know what was funny i know he was in his girl's car because the whole wheel was bedazzled Oh, Lord. Or what if he was... Or he stole, stole it? Stole the car. Why would he fight if he stole a car, though? Maybe he's just that kind of guy. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> he just got in a fight with this, with, with this girl, so he stole her car. And so Maybe. He's just angry. He wants to fight yeah, everybody. Probably, because I'm telling you, like, nothing was that serious, and he kept going fucking off, and I was like, damn, but at least he felt pity for me because I was sobbing. Yeah, he could have easily been like... Yeah, dude, that's the only time where I've ever felt like, damn, like, I'm really out here crying in the middle of the day, and he just kind of went like... Yeah, okay, she doesn't need this right. 
Like, the hey. moment, the moment that crying saved your life, huh? Literally, <laughs> there's some yeah. shred of dignity in him. Just, I know he was he, kind and nice. He I could guess. still be saved. Yeah. <laughs> but I was tripping because I was like, that felt like a movie scene. Like I don't know what the fuck just happened, but it didn't feel real. <laughs> Well, besties, that is it for today. For today. For today. That was it for today. Thank you so much for joining us. We Sorry we're all you... over the place. Yeah, but I think this is a fucking great episode. I love today's. I, honestly, I feel like today's episode was my favorite because I feel like we got deep and I actually was able to talk about and yeah. you know get to see all these different ideas and share so many things that I truly care about and I'm learning about. So that was fucking cool, and I hope you enjoyed yourself. Too. I did. I yeah. was really high. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not high anymore. Thank God. Yeah. But like, I would. Yeah, I feel like for a while, I would be like, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. we smoked, and then I tripped out. It was unexpected, and <laughs> I, we had to pause for like an hour before we started to film again. Yeah, so we, we were chilling in the seventh. It's dimension. literally twelve yeah, literally. thirty in the morning right now. We should have been done a long time ago. <laughs> but you know, uh, lesson learned. I just had a lot on my little head. You literally, know? like my mind. Jada Smith said, "Is that her name? Willow Smith." Uh-huh. She was like, "I left my consciousness in the sixth dimension." Literally, That's how I felt earlier. Literally. That's how it is. But we love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Stephanie Ramirez, and you can find me at Steph Scott Milk on everything. I am Vanessa Casares, and you can find me at bloomingvc.vic on Twitter. No, on TikTok and Instagram. Bloomingvc on Twitter. Yeah. Yep. And my name is Hugo Pimentel. You can find me at StatchoGit on everything. Uh, it's S T A T C H O G I T, just a made up word, and just just go along with it. And, and plug uh, your podcast. And I also have a podcast called Trust the Flow, and just search Trust the Flow podcast, and you'll find me on Instagram. Yes. Thank you for coming on, by the way. Yes, of I course. had so much Thank fun. Yeah. I love talking with you guys. Honestly. They made me cry it. off off camera. Yeah. We we did they a little, were getting little, little deep. They were picking my brain, bro. And knocking down my walls. But it's all right. Bye, guys. Love you guys. (laughs) Later, y'all.